Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I am your host as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be back with you all on another beautiful, hot, uh, sunny Friday evening here in Portland, Oregon and joined by two of my favorite people. Hydralisk, how are you doing tonight? I am doing amazing, coming at y'all from beautiful British Columbia, also an amazing and a little bit cooler of a day, so I am doing awesome. Nice, nice, and Electric Sheep City, welcome back, how are you? Meowdy, I'm doing pretty well, it's uh, actually been raining here in Southeast Texas lately, so like, we take those. (laughs) Wow, raining, is it like hot rain or is it cool? Oh yeah, it's hot rain. Like as soon as it it stops raining, then the the sun peeps back out. It uh, immediately starts just like baking the uh, <laughs> rain back off and gets like Jeez. so humid. It's a uh, that part's not fun, but we get rain. Hey, we like it. We, we take that right. Well, you guys, we got a very special guest joining us tonight. So brief introduction here. We are joined by Labore Sangre, wild legendary Hearthstone streamer, writer for Ace games guides and deck innovator of such decks as wild recruit warrior and the original uh scimitar rogue uh welcome back to the show labori how are you i'm doing great it's it's good to be back definitely it's been a while yeah it's exciting i was looking over our old notes and realized that like when we last had you on the show it was a little over a year ago looking back Mm -hmm. it was episode 14 which is back in June of 2020, just over a year ago. So it has been uh, a long, I think, a long journey for all of us. Our show in particular has got a total like lineup change over that period of time. A lot has mm-hmm. changed, but uh, it's been it's been a blast. So uh, for people who may not be familiar with you or missed the old episode, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Just, uh, you know, who are you? How did you get started playing hearthstone why do you like the wild format that sort of thing yeah no problem so my name is labore sangre uh, i've been playing hearthstone since one of the first expansions i remember it's before loe like a little after let's say classic mode right now there were a little more advanced into it i was maybe on the tail end of classic mode decks but uh i started playing back then so i've been around for most of the time i want to say within like a year or two whenever hearthstone first came out But the way that I got into Wild was, uh, for a while I'd been playing Standard, and I got kind of tired of, like, Face Hunter and Embiggen Druid. Like, right around the time that Embiggen came out was whenever I started, like, switching to uh, mainstream, like, Wild, like, mainly focusing on the Wild format. But uh, I would go to Wild to feel, uh, to escape what I didn't like in Standard. So I would play Reno decks for different classes, just have fun there, and play a lot of, like, Gadotsan Auctioneer Miracle Rogue. So it was where I just play fun decks in Wild, and I started just playing it more and more, and kind of taking a step away from Standard into Wild, and I've been playing that ever since for a little over two years. I think it's been my main format, which has been great. Nice. I always think of you as like the rogue guy because 
but I've seen you do so many crazy wombo combos. And I think in my mind, you're like the king innovator of like off meta decks because I mean, we talk about wild recruit warrior, but I've seen you do the scimitar rogue, but then I've seen these other things like, um, I think my favorite deck of yours was the like your overload shaman with all the yeah with all the snow oh giants. It's that was just, cool. That's so One crazy of my best for sure. <laughs> what I love about that is that it runs meat wagon too. <laughs> like people are like, wait, what meat wagon? But it's actually really good. I mean, the beauty of playing the off meta stuff, I think, is someone sees you play it and they're like, wait, is this a is this a joke? Like, do they? discover that yeah. wait do they put it they in don't, there don't see it yet. on purpose like, like what, what is this? wait a minute that's great that's great hey do you um oh someone someone's asking hey how many rogue wins do you have oh geez uh i think i hit seven thousand <laughs> oh gosh I'm, I'm around seven thousand seven hundred like between seven seven hundred and seven eight hundred i think that's incredible oh, that is <laughs> awesome. nuts I don't even know how I got there, to be honest. Like, I've, I've played a couple <laughs> decks over time and a lot of decks, but, like, 7,000 wins worth, it just seems crazy to me. Considering, like, for the past two years, I've played so many other classes than Rogue, but feels good, though. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. I just can't wait for the, the quadruple sevens down there. That's that's going to look really cool for the, you know, split second that it lasts before you get another win. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. Do you have a favorite archetype or a favorite deck, favorite class? I mean, it's probably Rogue with that number of wins, but... Uh... <laughs> so, okay. In regards to, like, what I've played the most overall, it would definitely be Rogue. Um, in terms of, like, one of my favorite decks that I've came up with, I think probably that Shaman deck does probably take the cake as far as, like, off-meta, like, actually a lot of potential and a lot of fun like it just mimics dark lair but like no one really thought of it like, it's just kind of crazy because dark lair was so meta but like no one really thought of trying it in shaman with spirit of the frog at the time so that was probably kind of the innovation uh highlight but yeah also warrior i really enjoy like dead man's hand or uh, big warrior or that kind of stuff mm. but, yeah a lot of a lot of rogue archetypes sneaking in there too is enjoyable ones for me nice and you you've been streaming for quite a while now, right? Um, what what got you into to streaming Hearthstone, and, and how's that been going for you? Wow! So for uh, whenever I I didn't mention this earlier, but whenever I first started Hearthstone, it was actually like watching my friends. So my friends and I would go to sports practice for soccer, and afterwards we would all go to like a Dairy Queen or something, and they would all queue up an arena game, and we'd all be like, "Pick that card! No, pick that card! No, pick that card!" after getting like a blizzard or something. So for me, like we always joked about like, wow, imagine if we like streamed this or something or, uh, and in college, I, I, n I never really had the, the technical know-how or like the motivation to get into it. Uh, but in college, there was a friend who uh, used to play Hearthstone that I like casually got back into Hearthstone for a couple months there. Back whenever, uh, what's the card? Uh, Hunter was like really good in standard. It was like master's call Hunter. I, they might have had Zul'jin too, but there's like Zul'jin, Rexar, and every Hunter was like so good back then. Mm -hmm. But like right around that age, I uh, started streaming because I had really, really tried back then and uh, got a, a good rank. I was playing like Malagos Rogue and uh, also kind of a, it didn't have Scimitar, but a similar list that had like Shadowblade like way back then with Raiding Party. And I'd gotten a pretty good legend and my friend helped me uh, set up the streaming stuff and we did a couple streams together and... Just in general, that's how I got into it. But I always wish that I started sooner, for sure. 
Yeah, well, it's been going pretty good for you, I'll say. Uh, I always appreciate your streams. Yeah, me too. They're they're super fun, and I love, like, a, as a night owl, I appreciate, like, the late night stream. So, it's good on you I for that. It. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I used to stay up so much later, and you were always on, and it was always, like, is on no matter what. <laughs> you gotta be able to watch Labore. Now I've been going to bed so much earlier, um, so I haven't been able to catch it as much recently, but... Uh, I definitely do love it when I catch it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people say that too. Like I, you know, I just happen to be up. Like, good to see you again. Like, it's been a while because just progressively gotten like a little later, a little later. Sometimes I'll stream early, but yeah, definitely, definitely on there pretty late. What time do you normally start at now? Holy cow! So I'll get off work at like one, one thirty. So I'll take a little bit of time to myself. And keep in mind, this is like after midnight in uh, Eastern time yeah like <laughs> in the morning i'll probably start around like uh 2 30 sometimes like 3 a.m <laughs> and probably stream for like three or four hours wow Depends. yeah <laughs> I, I knew i hadn't caught one of your streams in a little while and uh that makes sense well. why i hadn't <laughs> <laughs> i know because i used to start around like midnight or you know not as late maybe like yeah. one or something but just gotten later and later progressively absolutely Hey, so I saw you were practicing uh, Dark Lair this past week. How, how are you liking that? Yeah, so uh, the main deck I was playing before Dark Lair was Tog Druid. Uh, okay. I was really into Tog Druid because yes. I, there was so many cards you could play Like after the alignment. You could draw through your entire deck and then like swap decks and play your opponent's card. And it was really cool thinking through like, well, how many cards do I want to play through my deck and how many cards do I want to play through my opponent's deck and do I want to play alignment after I swap decks? For me, Tog was really enjoyable, but uh, I got to a certain point to where there was like so much Mutanus and like Dirty Rat and like Lothab that I was losing to that like three out of four times that I lost and I was like, okay, I need a breather. And uh, Glare suggested that I learn, of course, Dark Glare, you know, his go-to deck. <laughs> He did, did he? <laughs> he did. Brand. Of all people, no. Uh, but, uh, so for channel points, there's a channel point that says, like, play a, a deck or something like that. And uh, that was requested, like, play Dark Lair. And did a co-op with him. And I, I started enjoying it a little bit, kind of figuring out what all the rage was about. Because I'm, I'm always super late to whatever meta deck there is. Like, I always try it. I tried Quest Mage, you know, Arena Priest when it was good. But I always wait, like, a couple months in let other people play it first and then try it finally give in to the temptation but <laughs> yeah darkler darkler is pretty fun i really like running the zephyrus uh variations and just doing a lot of burn from hand <clears> or uh discovering flare and saying gg ice block nice try <laughs> yeah it's really I, I i enjoy it i need to play a little bit more of glare because whenever i played it uh, i was like top 200 and all everyone there knows how to play against glare and i don't know how to play glare so <laughs> oh yeah that's <laughs> that sucks but, that makes yeah. it a little more difficult. Yeah. It's a good deck to actually play at the start of the month when you have all your bonus stars and you're just climbing up if you're not looking yeah, to... Yeah, definitely for learning too, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Did you play the version with Enhanceo Meccano? I have never played Enhanceo Meccano. I feel like that was <laughs> a thing like months ago. Like A lot of people like popped off with it like months ago and it kind of fell out of favor, but yeah. I, I'm not saying yeah. it's good. I'm saying it's fun. <laughs> it's flashy. <laughs> it, yeah. I've, I've definitely 
lost to Enhanced Mechano. Like, like of all the things that gave everything Wind Fury, excuse me. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> all according to plan, right? Yeah, that's that's amazing. Go figure. Well, well, we've already asked you this question in the the past, but uh, I'm gonna ask again because it's been a long time. Where did you get your name, and what does it mean? The classic question. So there are a couple of answers to that question. Uh, number one is uh, back in high school, like early high school, when I was just starting out then. Uh, my friend, his name was something similar. So take my name and maybe add a couple of words. But that was his name, so it was kind of a shout out to him. But also at the time, like I mentioned, I was playing soccer in high school. And uh, one of our mottos was like this Latin phrase that had something to do with like, you know, there's not work without blood or like, or like that shows like the, the effort or put effort into it and there will be blood, but you'll get over it or, or something like that in Latin. That's so well. while, I can't, while it's kind <laughs> of up for interpretation what it means, like the laboria part kind of means work, like labor and the sangre part means blood. So that's, I think that's part of the cool part of the name is just taking the interpretation and uh, taking what you will out of that. So Dark Glare is a perfect compliment to your yeah. name. <laughs> pain and, and success, yeah. Uh, a little pain goes a long way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Agony. Hey, that makes sense. Well, we've got a lot to talk about, so let's get into how our weeks were. Uh, Nate, what have you been up to? What's What's been going on in your world in real life, Hearthstone, whatever? Yeah, it's been a good week. I mean, it's been like a long week. We're, we're going through a lot of stuff at work, so the, the work aspect of it has been really super busy and, and kind of crazy, but... For personally, like my my parents are here visiting from California, uh, so that's been kind of fun. I haven't seen them in a long time, and so that's been good. Um, in terms of gaming, um, I've been jamming some Diablo three, kind of to prep for that Diablo two re-release um, in September. So I, I've just kind of been playing it super casually, uh, but it's been a lot of fun. And um, in terms of Hearthstone, it's been kind of fun. Like most of my Hearthstone lately has been co-op sessions with Blue Train, especially in 6J and NHL. And um, so actually, like I had a lot of fun over the past couple days. I was kind of chasing that 11X and ended this season uh, the last night, did another co-op with Blue Train and 6J and ended the night at 372. Uh, and then we were on, like, I camped there, I camped there and it was like, well, I could play for another like hour or so, but I went on this like giant win streak and it was like, well, I'm due to lose. And I yeah. was, I was like gaining about 50 ranks a win. And I was wow. like, so I jumped like pretty quickly. Um, I mean, I started that night, I started at like the high seven hundreds and I just like Ooh. tore through and it was playing pirate warrior. And I was like, uh, I think it was blue, yeah, it was blue train. I think you said like, uh, like I don't want to jinx it, but I think you're you might be due for a loss. Like <laughs> maybe, maybe you know maybe maybe we want to camp. And I was like, you know what? If I don't get it, I don't get it. That's fine. Like I'm just I'm trying to have fun. I I had fun hanging out with you and and Jay, and I am trying to push warrior wins. Anyways, I I, I was at six thirty nine when I took that screenshot. And midnight hit and they were like, Hey, Hey, log on, share your screen. We want to see, we want to see what happened. We want to see what happened. And so, um, 
And so, yeah, here's here's what happened. I got it. So uh, Let's go. yeah, it's exciting. My first my first 11x bonus. Um, nice. And so, and Blue Train goes, "Hey, I want to share. I want to share some uh, advice with you. Don't like when you start out. Now that you've got this, you're going to be playing against people who also have 11x. And like, don't be too." like upset when you start losing super hard because like the <laughs> yeah you know the competition goes up and i was like yeah okay whatever and so the next morning i jumped on like lost played another game lost and i was like okay okay taking a little break <laughs> so uh yeah my star is missing i got 11 black stars uh or 11 missing stars rather but uh I'm excited anyways. This is so this is my first time doing it and we'll I'll report back next week to see how the climb is going. But uh yeah, it's been exciting. Um I was talking to um Jordan earlier this week from the People's Champ podcast. I bought some uh Nano Leaf lights. So I'm excited. I'll try to hang those maybe over the weekend or something. Um they're a little complicated and they're way bigger than I thought they would be. Uh but it should be a lot of fun. And then um you know, I found myself every week talking about like, hey, this is what movie I watched last week. It was pretty good. So here's my here's my movie of the week qu- quickly. It's called Monstrum. It is a uh, Korean movie. It takes place in the 16th century where there is um, essentially like this 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 army and there is this um, well, they're like may or may not be this mythical monster that everyone thinks is is fake, but it might be real. And this like ex-military guy gets like re-enlisted to find out whether it's real. It was really good. I have been enjoying that. So it's that's that's my movie of the week. Uh, it's fun. Cool. Anyways, that's uh, enough about me. Sheep, what have you been up to? Yeah. Um, so my week was really busy as well. There's a, a lot of kind of like just changes going on at work, which has meant, you know, a lot of scrambling is the season right oh yeah uh outside of work though um i've been doing a lot of practicing for my uh legacy thl uh match so um uh, for... unfortunately uh labore and i did not make it into the playoffs <laughs> in our wild wild oh. series but um in legacy uh we were playing in the finals like that that's how far far we we are in right now hey and, for um Sorry, can I interrupt you for one second? For those of us scrubs who, like, I know Standard and I know Wild, but what is Legacy? What does that mean? Oh, good question. Okay, so Legacy is in the Standard format, but it's closed deck list. So at the deadline, you submit your four classes. And so, you know, like, that's what you see for for your opponent. Um, And then whenever you ban, you're just banning a class, but you can only bring in, like, the four decks. So whenever you do that, you actually, um, whenever you're banning, instead of going through the website and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you actually um, like do this. What it, you type bubble and 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 then you take a screenshot to where you only show the four decks that you brought, or a, f- a fifth if you're banning something that that you don't also have. Um, so like I usually do like beep beep. I'm a sheep and and have ban <laughs> as the the a. <laughs> hmm. That's just my fun <laughs> way of doing it. <laughs> but uh, so it's completely closed deck list is a really big takeaway. Ooh. Got it. So, so I, I, I like that like, idea. Yeah, I love closed deck list. It's so much fun. Like, uh, I understand why uh, we we don't do it so much for wild because um, the possibilities are like 
endless. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's a lot a lot more fun with a, a smaller um uh card pool. So so that's what legacy uh in particular corresponds to. Um so uh my team mm. is in the finals right now and my game was on Thursday or my match was on Thursday. Um so uh my my one seed swept got uh, one three oh our four seed uh went one and three and I won three to two and I Yo. like I hmm. match. So if uh one of the next two um people on our team wins then we win the entire season so like holy cow awesome. dude that's congrats that's fantastic wow thank you yeah i in particular have had kind of an insane season this season in legacy i, I wasn't thinking it was so so wild but then i you know me I, i'm a big fan of spreadsheets and <laughs> Uh, so I started, you know, just putting all of my, my my personal stats into a spreadsheet and realized that in my eight and three record, all of my three losses, I got two game wins. So it, like the conditional formatting was like a, a binary green or white. And the white was just two, two wins. So like that felt incredible. Um the, at the three seed, there's a lot of pretty intense competition. So, like the fact that I was there just felt really rewarding. I struggle with a uh, imposter syndrome quite a bit, and so whenever I was plugging that in, I was like, "Okay, I I, I can maybe stop it with the imposter syndrome for that that <laughs> format now." I guess. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, wow. No, that's fantastic. That's the, your stats are great. So, I don't. Know, good job. I I hope you guys win it. What's the name of your team? Yeah, so we are the standard THL degenerates, which, it, it, if you put that into an acronym, um, it's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> There's a medication you can get for that. Yeah, d depending on uh, which variety. Uh, <laughs> or, or it might be permanent. <laughs> yeah. So that's been things uh, in uh, the sheep pen over here. Have things been in Labore land? Uh, things have been pretty busy for me, but pretty good as well. Uh, just like Nate, I'm happy to share that I did get the 11 times this month. Uh, it was the first time. It was the first time since I want to say like three or four months, probably more on the four month side. Last time, I can't remember if I scooped in there with uh, with Milrogue. I took a month to play Milrogue as my competitive deck, but uh, before that, I got it with Scimitar Rogue, so it has been a while since I've gotten that 11 times. But uh, I did a lot of the work from, like, 1900 Legend with uh, Togwaggle Druid, and I cleaned up the rest. I kind of went up to 300 and dropped down to 700. Like I said, the Lothubs, the Mutanuses, the Dirty Rats started having oh, yeah. a bit of a hard time as Tog became, like, meta, or, like, people kind of figured out that that was a deck, and people were trying to, trying to counter it. So then I started picking up Dark Lair and... Uh, managed to cruise into uh, 11 times uh, territory, which is really cool for me. Exciting. Congrats. That's, That's incredible. great. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, usually the way that I operate is I start trying around like the last week. So I'll just play off meta stuff in the last week. I'll, I'll try and pick up a deck and try to get up to 11 times. Kind of like what Keith Numbers does, I guess, right? Like always just going for like mm -hmm. different decks or like chat decks. I'll do that. I'll like make my own concepts or like revisit old memes you know, play a bunch of like the giant shaman or off meta stuff and just try and get back up in the last week or so. But 
my uh, my personal goal for this season is actually a pretty ambitious goal, considering I'm not going about it very quickly right now. But I, my goal is to get a top 10 at some point in this month, because whenever I played Scimitar, my best rank was 11. So I kind of need to break that 11. It's my best rank ever. So we'll see if I have it in me this month or if I'll have to wait for another month. So nice. that would be awesome. You got this, I believe. I think setting goals is a good idea. And whether it's to beat, you know, especially if it's to beat like a personal record. I I forgot to add it myself. My my goal this month is to hit 1K with Warrior. So I've got 60 wins mm-hmm. left that I need. That's It's a lot, but not a lot. I don't know. It's somewhere in between. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that's great. I believe. I think you can do it. That'd be so sick. Oh my gosh. If I could get up that high again and beat my record, yeah. That'd be yeah. really cool. Hydra, what have you been up to? Uh well for me we had you know, last week we were talking about how we had the heat wave that came through up here in, you know, well for you, Nate, the Pacific Northwest for us here in the Vancouver area. It was just absolutely brutal, and it's finally, you know, coming down a little bit. But it, it got to the point where it was 87 degrees in the house with two AC units running at full power the whole time. And it was still 87 in the house. It was absolutely ridiculous. And um, I had ordered a couple AC units online, and um, funny thing happened is... They said they were coming till mid-July, and then Amazon called me and said, hey, the warehouse is actually in Burnaby, and Burnaby is a city that's not far from the city that I live in. Like, if you just want to come pick up your AC unit now and not wait two weeks for, you know, <laughs> it to, like, you could just come get it. And I'm like, I will see you, like, <laughs> in however long it takes me to drive there, so hopped in the truck and went and grabbed it and it it, it was like a, a big one it's a 14,000 BTU AC unit so I plug, as soon as I got this thing home I plugged this thing in and just stood in front of it I'm like <laughs> oh this is amazing I, I probably sounded like Hazelbark dying when <laughs> oh. I was standing in front of this thing it was like it's yeah that's incredible <laughs> Yeah, so life is now complete, and I I got another little one that actually just showed up today for my kids' room. So we're decked out with AC. We will not die the next time it happens. We will be. We will be okay. (laughs) Nice, nice. So yeah, super happy about that. Um, I was mentioning before that I've been reading Doctor Sleep. Yeah, uh, the sequel to The Shining. I'm like almost halfway through. And it's so good. It's it's really really good. Um, Nate, we we'll have to talk about it when when I'm done. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I, I, I actually love to. I cheated a little bit. I didn't give myself any spoilers, but I actually watched like the first half an hour of the movie. <laughs> 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 Just because I was like, I want to see what this looks like in the movie. Oh, so, that's great. The the movie did a good, a really good job. A really good job, really but especially I, you got to watch that director's cut. It's so good. Yeah, that's that's what it was. It's the HBO director's cut. Yeah. Um. So I, but I, I only watched a bit, and then I stopped it before it got too far. So I didn't. I didn't want to dangerous territory anything. right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Um. I don't know if I had mentioned this, but I I bought 
Hollow Knight last week on the uh, Steam sale. I'm so um, proud of you. And I also got a copy of it for my wife. Mm-hmm. And she is, that's what she's doing right now. Is she's actually playing it <laughs> in the bedroom. Like, as soon as she was off work, she's like, I'm so excited right now. Like, I'm just going to sit in the bedroom and play Hollow Knight all night while we're doing the show. <laughs> It's it's like one of my favorite games of all time. It's so good. It's so so good. Yeah. Yeah. She's having a great time. Like I, yesterday, I was playing ladder, and she was sitting on the couch behind me, and I can tell that the game does sound a little frustrating at times because mm-hmm. she's like, "God dang it!" Reversing <laughs> this one boss like ten times in a row. So this weekend, I'm gonna jump in into that. But I've been also playing Red Dead Redemption two again. So trying to balance things. Too many games to play. It's, oh, it's ridiculous. Goodness. I will hit you up after the show because there was a couple of things that really helped me in Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. without, with no spoilers, really, but, but a little some helpful tips. And number two is coming out soon. Like, really yeah. soon. And so, yeah, so this is like a really good time to play it. Yeah. And so Super Metroid on the Super Nintendo was one of my all-time favorite mm. games. And from what I can tell... Like, by just reading up on Hollow Knight, it's a very similar style of game in, like, how you're opening, you're slowly growing your map, and you're, it, it's, like, in the Metroidvania style. So, that's that's something I, I like. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Um, another thing that happened to me was I had an issue with my mouse. And hmm. I'm playing Hearthstone, and... I kept noticing that my mouse was like wiggling a little bit on the screen and I, I couldn't figure out what was going on. I'd move it around a little bit and it would go away and then it would come back where it was just cursor was like moving on the screen a little huh. and it was getting really annoying. And then I noticed like in the little laser part at the bottom, there's a bunch of like a, a dust bunny in there basically. Right. So I, I pulled that out and I thought that I was all good and it happened again and then again and then i was playing on asia and this is my final boss to the d5 and i was playing i think i was playing big priest or something um i had a hysteria and i went to go point it at something and my mouse moves over to the next minion and like targets like a one something oh, when no. i'm like trying to target a giant Rip. and i'm like <laughs> i'm oh, like are God. you kidding me and i like get up out of my chair and i'm like what the bad word is wrong with my mouse like that just cost me the game and i was all mad and i couldn't figure it out and i sit back down and my wife's on the couch behind me and she's like is your mouse moving now and i look at the screen and i'm like yeah, it is. And she's like, oh my god. Like, what? She's like, I was using your computer, and I was using my wireless mouse, it's on the couch next to me. <laughs> and so, every time she would, like, move or, like, shuffle or do something, it was, like, sitting just, like, next to her leg. And it was just moving with any little bit she moved. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's great. That's oh, so no. funny. I'm sorry that happened, but oh, gosh, that's gosh. so but, funny. But I, I burst out laughing actually. It, and, um, I ended up getting my my D5 on on Asia because I 
that's just usually what I do is I try to get D5 over <laughs> there. But I was like, I did it. It was fine. Okay. <laughs> and I was laughing about it. She's like, I'm surprised you're in such good spirits about that. <laughs> sometimes, you my- gotta, sometimes you gotta laugh. I mean, geez, life's too short, but that's pretty funny. It's easy yeah. to, jo- you know, it's easy to joke about it later. I think at the time yeah. it's like, ah, but <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and knowing that you figured out what it was that was doing it the whole time, that's got to be kind of relieving that like, it wasn't just, you know, completely broken. It was that you found the issue. <laughs> yeah. At least you know why. Yeah. Are, are you guys, are you guys old enough to remember having the mouses that you had to take apart and clean the ball and the, tr- and the oh, trackpads yeah. inside, like yeah. scratch all the gunk out from inside. Oh my God. Oh yeah. We had them at school, and every kid would steal the ball, and so none of the <laughs> mice had balls in them. Hmm. It's always a problem. <laughs> Jeez. But yes, yesterday I uh, had the day off of work, so it was, hey, let's climb today, day one, let's go. And I had the worst win rate I think I've ever had in a day of Hearthstone. I didn't even break 50%. It was actually horrible. And I just kept queuing, but like after playing for hours, I only got to platinum ten. That and was the same way, actually. Were you? Yeah, it was just brutal. And I was on like eleven times too, but I only played for a couple of hours. But I just, I don't know. And then I would yeah. hop servers, like so. I I was getting discouraged on NA, so I hopped over to Asia, I think, and I only got got up to like silver five and it wasn't going well and i'm like oh, i'll play on eu maybe the meta is different there and i was just jumping around it was probably a bad idea i should have just stuck to one but um definitely looking for a deck to jam on ladder because whatever i was doing it wasn't working <laughs> yeah so, i don't know with the day one meta is also very difficult hostile whatever the right word is like it's it's different than the rest of the month I mean that's for when, sure. Like all the people are tryharding, and uh, you know, I mean it is what it is. But don't yeah. feel bad. Yeah. Well, that was my week. Uh, Sheep, how about you tell us what's been going on in the listener series? Oh my gosh, I can't wait to tell you about it because we had speaking of the finals, uh, we had the finals of the listener series last week. Yeah. It, is it okay to spoil? Can we spoil? It's been a week. Uh, is it's that- been a week. Yeah, it's been a week. You put it up on YouTube like, like the very next day. Yeah. yeah. So I, I feel like we can we can spoil it. It was a five game slog out between Maxi and Corbett. It and was... Corb came away with the win. It was oh. so clutch. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was incredible. Um it was and we had such a good turnout too. And I was so, it was so fun to see like Maxie's friends or family or whoever it was, was like rooting for him in the chat. It was so, it was just so wholesome. Like, yeah, that was awesome. It was heartwarming. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you haven't watched it, despite knowing that it, it, you know, the the result, it's a five game series. It like, it's worth watching. It was neck and neck. Check it out on YouTube if you haven't seen it. It's great. (laughs) Yeah. Heck Um, yeah. So, if anyone is interested in participating in Season 3, now that Season 2 is is complete, uh, we're, we're going to take a, a little bit of a break before we return. 
Um, so stay tuned for more information to follow in the coming weeks. But if you have any feedback from this past season, be sure to put it in our listener series Discord. We have a specific channel for feedback and ideas and brainstorming and stuff like that. So any input that y'all give us can just help us make the series even better. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and I'm excited. I think we'll, with with enough time and planning, and we can we can really make it pop off, I think. It'll be should be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. However much season two was awesome, and it really was. I think season three is gonna be even better. So, hundred percent. Cannot wait for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else I can't wait for is to hear what all happened in Hearthstone news this week, because it's a lot. Here to break it down for us is our very own Hydralisk. Hydra, what what news may possibly have broken this past week in Hearthstone? So oh. much. <laughs> so, so much. But the the big, big one to just kick it off is we do have our newest expansion that is coming out. It has been announced as predicted since we already had a Baron's Horde expansion. We now have an Alliance-themed expansion. United in Stormwind has been announced. And we have a release date as well. So no guessing there. It comes out on Tuesday, August the 3rd. Nice. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about this, guys. Yeah, so it's, what is it, about a little, about a month away? About a month away now. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, one a month. month. One day. month and a day, yeah. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> I Was it just me, or was this, like, out of nowhere? They were, it was like, I, I wasn't expecting it, and then all of a sudden it's like, announcement, and I, it just, I don't know. I guess maybe real life has been busy. Like, the timing is right, I suppose, but. Yeah, I, it seemed out of nowhere to me. Like, usually... I feel like there's way more theorizing about when it's going to happen and what it's going to be. And it just seemed to just, yeah, here it is. Right. <laughs> I will say thematically, like, I think they've done such a fun, like such a good job and a fun job this year with the mercenaries, because there's so much like unique lore to Hearthstone where, okay, we we're starting to see everything coalesce between the book of heroes. So all these unique stories happening. And then we had the Baron's expansion and kind of see what's happening with these um, mercenaries or heroes or whatever you want to call them. And so when they did the trailer for the Stormwind, it's like our heroes have made their way through the Barons and now they've landed in Stormwind and they all look exhausted. And they're like, mm-hmm. everyone's all nice here, have a drink here, go to the tavern here, have some food. And it was like, They've done such a good job um, just pulling it all together. It's been so fun to me. Like, I wasn't lost at all. I was like, oh, cool. This is, you know, part two. Uh, so I've been excited. Like, this just was seems so fun to me. And we'll talk about it in a second. I was like, oh, I wonder what keyword there will be this time around. And they're like, oh, yeah, here, let's just have, like, uh, three of them or whatever it was. <laughs> like, there's so much. Um well, speaking of keywords, let's talk about the uh, one of the keywords that they dropped. We've got a new uh, keyword on cards called tradable. And so the way it's been described is cards that have this keyword can, can be played like normal. So you can choose to just play the card. Or for one mana, you can decide to shuffle this back into your deck and it will be swapped with a different card. So rad. 
Like, I, yeah. I, have you ever top deck a card? Like, when I build a deck, I ask myself, am I going to be happy top decking this card? And that that's one of the things that helps me to decide whether or not I want to include it in my deck. And so this is like, hey, you draw a card and you don't want it, send it back, get a different one. Like, for one mana, okay, okay, I love it. Mm. And what I, what I like about the couple that they showed is they were more cheaper early game cards. Mm-hmm. And so... Like if if I get something that's a three mana minion, like right off the bat, which we have this uh, rust root viper that's a three mana three four beast, you know, if I want to play this on turn three as a minion to contest board, cool. If I top deck this when I'm really looking for something else, I'm gonna throw her back and find what I want. So I yeah. I think it's really neat. Labori, what's your hot take on this mechanic? So if you throw back it on, on three, you get a four cost card to your hand, like a random four cost card. Is that how it works? Or no, no, you just get a different one. It's like you toss oh, this back. A different card. Yeah, so you you toss this back into your deck. Your deck shuffles. You then draw a different card. So you, like you won't draw this one, I believe, but you would draw a different card. So it's not uh, the next cost up. It's just a send it and back, I'd- get a different one. I don't know if you could throw it back on three because it says it costs a mana oh, to it, throw it back. Well, you draw it, so it, no, it doesn't matter. You just you it pay you have to pay one mana to send it back. And yeah. So, so if it's turn three, yeah, it doesn't you're matter. Only, you're yeah. only paying one mana. You're not paying four. You're only paying one because you're you're not playing the card. You're trading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh! I totally. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm like, well, that's expensive to throw it back. <laughs> it, sounds yeah, really good in, uh, it sounds really good in like reno decks maybe if you're looking for a particular card or like ice fishing and reno shaman or like a particular disruption definitely like if getting the exact copy of the card you need but also maybe combo decks if you miss a certain part of your combo where you need a certain defensive card just tradabling it for something like that has a lot of potential definitely like playing on curve and then you you draw let's say a one cost card on like turn five turn six whatever and you've already played out your hand in an aggro deck maybe it'd be good to like tradable and play uh, something better definitely a lot of potential for this card and just making sure you uh, always spend your mana's worth or get the card you want yeah i mean i i don't think you like if the card's bad like I'm I'm not going to stick it in my deck whether it has tradable or not, but I love like this Viper is a is a neat idea, right? It's basically an ooze, yeah. right? So I destroy mm-hmm. my opponent's weapon, and so if I draw this and my opponent doesn't have their weapon up, say I'm playing an Odd Warrior, they don't have their Bulwark yet. Like, okay, I don't need this right now. Send it back, and mm-hmm. like I want it later. Um, you know, I mean, you don't really get to control when you draw it. I mean, we have not seen barely any of the cards yet, so maybe maybe we'll see something that says draw a tradable card i don't know um but uh it's kind of cool like you just the basic idea of you you draw this card you don't want it ship it back that's great (laughs) i'm gonna take a mulligan please uh... (laughs) yeah the the versatility that it gives is really clutch on top of being you know decent cards you'd run in your deck anyway I think it's kind of interesting how, like, Sphere is a recent card in Hearthstone. Sphere of Sapience, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now they're introducing it as a mechanic. Like, I feel like that could have been kind of, like, the introduction to this. And now Tradable is, like, a mechanic on its own now. Uh, interesting. That's kind of interesting. Redraw, choosing exactly what you want. Kind of determining what card you need as a skill added to Hearthstone, kind of. 
like is this an acceptable draw or do you need a better draw as a kind of a new mechanic getting to choose and not getting unlucky in your top deck or whatever getting another shot at it i love it well it's a lot better than i originally thought that you only pay the one mana to put it. So you had to play it, and then you got like a choose one, keep it or throw it back for a single mana. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Goliath in chat, I think, brought up a good point. One of the things, and and again, I, I have not played almost any WoW, but one of the things uh, that Stormwind, I guess, is known for is their auction house, right? And so this is the idea, like, trade it. You know, you, they mentioned it in the reveal stream a little bit talking about some, you know, Stormwind and what there is to do there. And food was a big one and the auction house was a big one. And so I think that's kind of where this idea comes through is like, Hey, you don't want this card, trade it. Uh, <laughs> and so that that's kind of fun. Uh, I, this is, uh, I think this mechanic being new, everyone immediately had all of these questions. Right. And so Celestalon, being the the gentleman that he, that he is answered a whole mess of them and so uh f i think for those of us who are like plugged into twitter got to read them all um i screen capped a handful of them to share with everybody here just in case people were interested because i think a, a lot of people may have these same questions um so if you guys are cool with that i kind of wanted to just jam through them because i think they were great questions and great yeah, answers Gibber, for sure. Obviously, um, I did not understand the card at first. So yeah. Okay. So so I'll, I'm just gonna read him through. Um, so first off, uh, he says, "I've seen a lot of love for the new tradable keyword. The short description of it is: drag this into your deck to spend one mana and draw a new card." Uh, for those of you who love thinking about the nitty gritty details, trading does not count as playing a card. You draw the top card of your deck. It counts as a draw like normal. After drawing, the tradable card is then shuffled into your deck. And then he noted that it does keep any enchantments unlike normal. And so we'll get into this in a second, but this is this is really pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so next up, question from Samuel Ree. Could you elaborate on the last point? Is the tradable card out of your hand before you draw the new card and then the deck is shuffled? Or do you draw a new card and then shuffle the tradable card into your deck? He says, visually, they happen at the same time, but mechanically, they happen, as I mentioned before. Um, and and so what he's saying is the, the, the card that you're trading back, like you draw a new card first and then this one goes gets shuffled into your deck so that you're not going to draw the same card that you just sent back. Mm -hmm. um, he did say that, uh, one minor clarification, you can trade while at 10 cards in hand. It doesn't burn the drawn card. Um, also, you can't trade if your deck is empty, which makes sense, right? Because what would you draw? Um, right. That's cool, though, that you don't burn a card. And it makes sense, right? If I've got 10 and I choose to send this back, then I would be down to 9 and I would draw one to get 10 again. So that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the next question was from Ridiculous Hat. Is it correct to assume that the deck is reordered after the shuffle per usual? Yes. So that was, you know, just like a pull Kelt or a um, Psychic Scream, like if you're shuffling, well, I'm sorry, like a Psychic Scream, right? If you shuffle stuff into your opponent's deck, it reorders. So this would disrupt a, a pull Kelt, for example. Uh, next question was from Mike Drum. What is the visual slash history effect 
when your opponent trades a card, do you get to know what it was? And the answer is yes, the tradable card is revealed to your opponent when you trade it. So that'll be interesting when you play against someone, you can see what they chose to shuffle back in. That's, mm. that's interesting. But not what they got for it. Correct. Yeah. Well, and and it sounds like it's also worthwhile if the uh, there are if it retains any enchantments, right? Like if uh, mm-hmm. the like the three four um, <laughs> basically acidic swampoos. Right. If it was buffed, if it pulled a buff from a, a random thing, you'll see it because it's revealed. That, that's really interesting. That is pretty interesting. Uh, like okay. if Embiggen was played on it, it's still gonna yeah. have the same. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, next question is from uh, Ultacon HS. Can the cost of trading be reduced, for example, with Generous Mummy? The answer is no. Trading always costs one. The card's cost is irrelevant to the cost of trading. So, for example, you have an Emperor Thorison or whatever reduces your whole hand. It still costs one to trade. Doesn't matter what the mana cost of the card is, still costs one to trade. Uh, next question is from Quill. Can trading. Uh, sorry, can tradable cards be traded again after already using them once? The answer is yes. So if you keep drawing it, you can keep trading it over and over. So I I ship something back, and then later on I draw it again, and I still don't want it. I can trade it again. So you can trade multiple times, which is kind of cool. Uh, next question is from Alu Alucard. Uh, so in a vacuum, if there's a tradable tribal card, like a beast that you can uh, buff, like with Scavenger's Ingenuity, and then you can trade it back and repeat, can you also um, copy into multiple buff cards, like uh, like with Dire Frenzy? And this is what she, I think, was just talking about. And the answer is yes. Uh, yes, this would work. Scavenger's Ingenuity into Restaurant Viper, buffing it, trade Restaurant Viper, scavenger's ingenuity into that same restaurant viper buffing it twice uh so yes there will be some (laughs) shenanigans that you will be able to do so like buff your stuff send it back redraw it buff it again you know whatever but the neat thing is it retains the buffs where i think normal cards don't like you ship something back it it loses uh, like for example with mechs, right? If you magnetize something and it gets shuffled back into your deck, it's gonna turn back to the original version, right? Not the not mm-hmm, the yeah. magnetized version. So this is different that it keeps the buff. So that's kind of fun. Uh, let's see. Next question. Um, and this has to do with one of our new cards that got revealed: Dark Bishop Benedictus, uh, who says start of game. This is a priest legendary, uh, five mana, five, six. Start of game. If the spells in your deck are all shadow, enter shadow form. So priest right up, right off the bat can be shadow form instead of healing, which is kind of rad. That's so cool. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, so um, v- uh, v- v- Vapad, God, I, I can't, I'm sorry, I'm mis- mispronouncing your name. I love you. Uh, from the People's Champ podcast was asking, hey, how does this work with, work with Baku? And the answer, unfortunately, is it does not work with Baku uh, <laughs> because Baku only affects basic hero powers. Benedictus replaces whatever is there with shadow form. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like if you have Baku, you're still going to have your shadow form. 
which is your two mana deal two damage. So, oh well. But, you know, there's there's that. Uh, I still think that card looks pretty sweet. The card looks dope. It looks, I mean, it's just fun, right? I think that's cool. Uh, there, there was a couple other Q and A, but not until we get to the next new mechanic. So let me toss it back to to Hydra. Unless do you guys want to chat about this mechanic at all? No, those were all really good clarifications. Yeah. The questions were really think- good questions, right? Yeah, I I thought they were great. The mechanic sounds so fun to me. I can't tell you how many times I've top decked something and not wanted it. So the <laughs> idea that you could ship it back is cool. And it's so cheap to ship it back too. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 awesome. All right. Well, uh, the next cool thing that they've added is something similar to what we had before. This is quest lines, and so all ten classes will have quest lines that highlight the journey of that class's mercenary school through uh, uh, Stormwind. That that class's mercenary through. Stormwind. So basically, these are legendary spells like the old quests that we had before that start in your hand, except for they have three tiers of progression instead of just one major goal. So you get to complete each one as you go, and you get smaller goals as you go, and then to, in the end, you get one powerful legendary mercenary minion. So all 10 classes get these, and uh, they gave us an example, and we have the first one here, which is called the Demon's Seed. So my image is way too small to read it, so Nate, can yeah, you read I it? Yeah, I can read it. So, so yeah, these start in your opening hand. It's a one-mana legendary spell. So this says quest line, take six damage on your turns. The reward uh, it says lifesteal, de- deal three damage to the enemy hero. And so, yeah, one of the neat things about these is they're they're all three phased um, quests, I suppose. But there's a mini reward whenever you complete a phase of the quest. And so it, it's cool that it's not like, okay, I did the thing and now I go on to the next phase without a reward. So this is cool. Hey, I, deal, I take six damage, lifesteal, deal three damage to the enemy hero. The next phase of this one is called Establish the Link. And so the quest line is take seven damage on your turns, reward, lifesteal, deal three damage to the enemy hero. Uh, so it's like the same as the first one. And then part the next part is called complete the ritual quest line. Take eight damage on your turns, reward uh, Blightborn Tamsin, which is the legendary minion who <laughs> reads, this is a five mana seven, seven battle cry for the rest of the game. Damage you take on your turn damages your opponent instead, <laughs> which so cool. is so <laughs> rad. What, what I my, what love my, it. The tricky part is like the the idea of this is so cool, and I think they re, they revealed the mage one as well for Varden, uh, which looked pretty cool. Although I don't remember what it was off the top of my head. Uh, I remember what the first part of it was, but not what the reward were, but. Um, there, there immediately was a question on this one, right? Because this says part one is take six damage on your turn. Part two is take seven damage on your turn. Part three is take eight damage on your turn. And so the question is like, does this stack or is this six, then seven, then eight separately? Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, our good buddy Ridiculous Hat asked the question, hey, does Demon Seed carry over damage from phase to phase or does it reset to zero each time no matter what? Alec Dawson responded that there's no carryover. So this is separate damage. Um, and uh, if we do the math real quick, six plus seven plus eight is 21 damage. So you're almost going to have to play some kind of lifesteal cards in your deck if you don't want to die. I saw some debate on Discord over the past couple days as to whether or not this was good enough to go in Dark Claire and all my 11-star buddies say the answer is no uh, <laughs> because it's it's just too slow and you'd rather uh, win, win the game with a board full of giants than you would trying to do some funky damage shenanigans. That being said, I think there's still, it seems like a really awesome card and I'm sure there will be probably a way to break the game with it. Um, there was one other question. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll get to that later. But yeah, so there was, uh, they revealed two of these legendary quests so far, the Warlock one and the Mage one for Varden. Um, uh, yeah, from what I remember, the first part of the quest was play play an Arcane, a Frost, and a Fire spell to proc the first. I don't know oh. what the other two phases were, but I recall, I think Goliath in the chat is saying that the reward for completing all of them uh don grasp says give your give give your minion for the rest of the game or sorry give your hero uh bonus spell damage i think spell damage plus three for the rest of the game which also seems pretty rad so any anytime we get these (laughs) right anytime we get a well anything that says for the rest of the game blank like it's it doesn't happen very often, but it's usually really good. I mean, the only examples that I really know of are like Raza, which of course is is bananas. The other one that we got recently was Lothraxion, like for the rest of the game, your silver hand mm-hmm. recruits have um, Divine Shield, and that has been great. It's now a staple in Odd Paladin, so we'll see. I mean, let's I'm excited forget, to... Let's not forget about the original quest rogue. <laughs> right right well no that's true oh, yeah. that's true for the rest of the game your minions have uh, are four fours so or is it five five now huh yeah, it's back five to five, five, five. Yeah. jeez it's been changed so many times so yeah we'll see i'm excited to see that there's one of these for all 10 classes it works really mm-hmm. well with the theme of hey there's a separate storyline for each mercenary and we're going to explore what each mercenary is doing in Stormwind. So thematically, like story-wise, lore-wise, whatever you want to call it, like it's really, it's such a really fun idea. Whether they're good or not remains to be seen, but it, it's got so much flavor, right? So, Oh yeah, at least, yeah. They, even if they aren't good, at least they'll be fun. I saw Labore over here posting tweets about how to break the warlock quest already we'll talk about it a little bit later but i'm i'm kind of excited to it laboy from an off meta deck builder perspective what is your hot take on what we've seen so far for these legendary quests oh so uh from just just considering the warlock one i mean doing 21 to yourself is going to be really hard like doing Mm. six doing seven doing eight uh the best way to do that is probably crystallizer 
with yeah. a three mana five five every time you take a every time you play a minion take five you just play armor vendor and if you play crystallizer right you're actually like it's working i don't know i don't know if you would take the damage first and then get the armor from armor vendor but those are ways to very easily complete like the first couple of tiers but in terms of like profiting assuming we can build a deck good enough to go ahead and profit from completing that uh the just a couple profit ideas like running cold light oracle and warlock just to literally go to fatigue with like backfire literally fatigue yourself draw really quickly just run defile dark skies uh the two mana two uh deal three lifesteal like they have so much insane removal mm -hmm. just making it through your deck drawing maximum cards and dealing damage to yourself while i mean healing you know with armor vendor crystallizer like doing damage but not really taking it to complete it you can also play Niru, like go through your deck, maybe drop a Doomsayer and then play Niru, and your entire board will be full. You can just drop one of the three mana five five. Oh. Whenever uh, you, at the end of your turn, summon all the imps, you can just drop one of those and it'll do like, what, uh, five for each, five times like six or five times five or something, like 25 or 30 damage right away. That's not even with fatigue. Like, there's definitely a lot of things you can do that I'm excited about. Yeah. It should be it should be fun. New tools just to have fun. I love it. And speaking it of seemed... speaking of new tools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next thing that was announced is we have uh new card types called profession tools. So profession tools are weapons that have special effects instead of attack values. So after you complete each of these conditions, you get a reward. So kind of like the the priest weapon, um, dragon. You remember the dragon one, mm -hmm. dragon soul. Yeah, S yeah, yeah. That's it. yeah. Similar to that. So we we got two uh, shown to us here. We've got a warlock one that is ruined mithril rod. It's a three mana zero two profession tool that reads: after you draw four cards. Reduce the cost of cards in your hand by one and lose one durability. So like an Emperor, Thorsa, and Tick. How is this not like legendary weapon? This seems so <laughs> busted to me. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but like anytime I see reduce your entire hand by one, like, dude, how easy is it to draw four cards with Warlock? I could think of a hundred right? ways right off the top of my head. Like, this is crazy. And since it's not legendary, you can run two of these, right? I mean, the question oh is, my. what do you what do you take out of your deck <laughs> to stick this in? But like, the reduction is so valuable. Uh, this is bananas. I I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm just I thinking mean, about this this card in Dark Glare. Like, you played on three, then you play Backfire, Cabal, or Tour Guide, or you already played those and you raised at it and you get it again. Like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> interesting right Absurd in the best possible way <laughs> i i mean you pay three mana for it so that's one turn when you're potentially doing nothing but like that's fair i don't know the paladin weapon seems pretty good as well actually yeah so the paladin one is prismatic jewel kit which is a uh, one mana three durability after a friendly minion loses divine shield, give minions in your hand plus one plus one, lose one durability. Wow. So 
Yeah, so you can do this three times in a hand buff, you know, style deck. Uh, Labori, what do you think about this one? I mean, you just mentioned Lothraxian, like, right away, if you <laughs> right? just draw one of these. Yeah. That's crazy. It and does, it's only one mana. It is an odd cost, right? I mean, you have to kind of build around it. But So, like, maybe we're putting Steward of Darkshire back in our odd paladin. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we might be. I mean... Mm -hmm. But, but like, you know, this, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. At one cost, it feels more doable. Like three, three, you have to pay. Uh, like that's a serious choice. Cause the three is a lot, right? I mean, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe it's an easy slot into like Reno lock or something. The others, I don't know, but at one mana, like that doesn't seem that bad. Um, I don't know if it's good enough or not. I imagine we'll probably see people saying it's it's not good enough. We'll see some people saying it's busted and probably everything in between. But I would build Odd Paladin a little bit differently and just jam this in and see what happens. And, uh, and it'll be fun, fun to play around with at the very least, right? Exactly, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of imagining a world uh, with like Crystal Lion, the six mana five five Paladin. Mm. If it costs one less for each silver hand recruit you have, oh yeah, that thing getting a free divine shield minion, like I don't know, something with that, and getting a lot of dudes like dude paladin and really utilizing the hand buff stuff from it too. Yeah, yeah, it could just create a more divine shield centric version of dude paladin, and then you don't know which one you're going to be going up against. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Excited to see what the other classes get as well. Did they mention if each class was going to get one of these? They didn't. I And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I don't think so because they brought this up at the same time as the next mechanic, which is mounts. And what they showed us is like, hey, here's a couple weapons and here's a couple mounts. And so my guess is... And I could be totally wrong. My guess is that some classes will get the weapons and the others will get the mounts, but I, who knows? I mean, until we start seeing some card reveals, I don't know. That's a good guess because with the the quest lines, they specifically mentioned that all 10 classes are getting these. Mm -hmm. And then when they moved into these, they didn't use that terminology. So Yeah, they kind of... I think on the announcement, they dropped them like together and said oh yeah by the way and then here's these weapons and mounts and mm. I, I mean who knows we could speculate uh i'll pull up the thing but yeah it says mounts and professional tools and they lumped them in together so i don't know yeah well speaking of mounts mounts are spells which come in to play in the form of a minion buff and then they summon the trusty steed, that's a good word, itself, <laughs> once, like, the empowered minion, uh, once the empowered minion is defeated. So, like a spike ridge steed, mm -hmm. right? Um, so, we've got a couple examples here. We've got uh, a priest one, which is the Elec mount, which is a seven mana mount that reads, give a minion plus four, plus seven, and taunt. When it dies, summon an Elec. So I would assume then you get a 4-7 uh, 
Alec with Taunt. afterwards. I, I believe it's um, f- with with with, uh, with Taunt. I'm like pretty Spike, sure. Like, yeah. yeah, just like Spike Rips the, the effect that it adds. Yeah, but, but I thought it would. I thought I it would give it. a three four at first, just because all the Alex we know are three fours. But that makes a lot more sense. Getting a four seven with Taunt. That's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it said. Yeah, I think that's what's really interesting is that the the steed that you get when the minion dies mirrors the effect of the spell and so yeah your minion now is a four seven taunt the other one we saw is ramming mount is this hunter card three mana give a minion plus two plus two and immune when attacking when it dies summon a ram and then it's so it's a two two ram that's immune when attacking and it's like oh like that seems pretty good (laughs) like i i Mm -hmm. i I like that a, a lot actually I don't know where the heck I will play it, but dude, it seems pretty good. I mean, if they they end up being as good as Spike Ridge Steed was at the time, mm-hmm. they'll they'll see play. Oh yeah, because Steed was was all over the place. I love that card. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see like. A lot of times they'll announce one of these expansions and they'll kind of they'll release some of the mechanics and I'll think to myself like eh like eh like this is kind of crappy and so far I've seen all these things I'm like oh oh these there's some potential here like oh it's that Vince like McMahon all three uh, of them too <laughs> I, yeah right all three of them look good I feel like that Vince McMahon meme where it's like oh cool oh oh <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> so jeez but yeah these look pretty cool i guess we'll see i mean do you guys have any thoughts on like do you i i kind of doubt we're gonna get 10 for each what do you guys think i mean i think it's possible that we get 10 for each like uh i, I wouldn't have expected priest to get a mount um if it was kind of more class specific mm-hmm. um you know it kind of makes sense like with the um the dragon soul uh weapon that they had earlier that they may end up getting a a weapon just kind of like um skull of the minari warlock had that here they have ruined mithril rod right mm-hmm. um, yeah. so i just because of that i'm thinking we may have one per class for all 10 classes of each of the three but that's just speculation what do y'all think so what i'm noticing here on the text the the priest mount uh when it dies summon an elec but like they both get taunt i can see like kind of like a defensive like staying alive theme there mm-hmm. and the hunter one uh give it immune while attacking and like making a lot of trades like hunter has a lot of rush stuff right now mm-hmm. so just kind of like keeping uh deciding which beast should die and which beast should live or like buffing up a hyena or something like i could see rogue getting one that says like Whenever this attacks, like buff your weapon one over one, or like get a friendly minion stealth, or like you know you can easily make a lot of thematic uh, when it dies effects, and a lot of them are like stats oriented, mm-hmm. so you get a lot of good stuff right away, and uh, kind of it kind of hedges towards the uh, what you want from the class right away, but also when it dies. So yeah, I, I really hope that they there's one for each class. That'd be really cool. I hope so. Yep. We'll see. We got a lot of cards to see soon. Oh gosh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, all in the next month, so that'll be cool. Um, next up, so we had a patch drop already 
just yesterday, Thursday, July 1st. And a few notable things that dropped in the patch is you can now already pre-purchase the new expansion. And so we've got the 80-pack Mega Bundle up first that, of course, you get 80 United in Stormwind packs. You get five golden United in Stormwind packs. You get two random United in Stormwind legendary cards. Uh, Lady Katrana, if if I I butcher this, Goliath, let me know. Lady (laughs) Katrana Prestor Mage, which is the alternate hero, and also the Lady Katrana Prestor card back. And we also have... If you're a BG's player, there is an alternate bartender for Bartender Ooh. Bob. Right? That's uh, so cool. Venari, <laughs> I believe, is how it may be pronounced. So that's neat if you're getting sick of Bartender Bob telling you, you've got this. <laughs> you're way ahead. <laughs> uh, just, a, just a brief, like... L- lore tidbit is that mage heroes act that's the human form of anixia yes the dragon so that's super cool yeah 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 so that's that's super cool i imagine we'll we you know hopefully we can talk lore at a later date but i think that's super cool so also one more more thing was uh the battlegrounds perks is like standard uh comes with this as well and this is the 79.99 usd bundle you can also purchase for forty nine ninety nine the smaller bundle, which has sixty uh, Stormwind packs, two random Stormwind legendary cards, and you can also get the card back for Lady Katrana Prestor as well. Nice. Um, I've already as soon as this dropped, it was really funny. I didn't actually read it super closely and i thought that lady katrana was uh the priest hero and so as soon as i like i bought it instantly i'm like i gotta go turn this into my new cool priest hero so favorite it and i went and look at my decks i'm like why do i still have stab to win i i i I, I picked and i'm like oh it's a mage one dang it i already have a million that's fine i don't want to play mage (laughs) <laughs> and then I queued, I queued my first game, and this is like minutes after the reveal stream, and my first opponent was playing it. Wow. Like, instantly. And they did me the favor of emoting all throughout the emotes, which was great. <laughs> hey, that's cool. That reminds me, uh, something that we saw here is that she has a unique fireball, which doesn't happen very often. It's hard to see. I've got a little screenshot, but like... The only time I've ever seen this before, I I don't remember. It was either Medivh or Cadgar. It was one of those had like a separate. Medivh. Is it Medivh? Has a special yeah, yeah. a special fireball. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. I love when they do that. Like that never happens. You know, the only one, other one I can think of is Magni with the hammer hitting the shield, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ar- yeah. Yeah. Arthas kind of has. No, it doesn't, does it? I was thinking, or is that just gold and paladin? They kind of sparkle when they show his, up. I think his when you hit the hero power, his sparkles a little bit or something. I think it. I think it's the sparkle. Yeah. yeah. But it's so cool. It's so cool. Um, I I love this. I not that mage needed like a fortieth alternate hero art, but like it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. 
It's too uh, early to give Rogue another one since the last time. So there's two ways. <laughs> they're already they've already done enough Rogue skins to Re- last us for the next the several demand, years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah. Speaking of bundles, we'll, we've got a giveaway. I don't want to. We'll stay stay tuned to the end of the show, and we'll tell you a little bit more. But but we, we there will be giveaways. Uh, mm-hmm. Multiple. I'm so excited for that. Uh, it's yeah. yeah. We got some exciting news later. So. so also in the patch, if you noticed, if you logged in right away after the reveal stream, you got a free legendary. Woo-hoo. And so we all got Flight Master Dungar. And this guy, he's awesome. He's got his aviators on. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, this guy, this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> he's a he's a three mana three three neutral legendary that reads Battle Cry, choose a flight path and go dormant awaken with a bonus when you complete it so they got three different options uh the first one is westfall in one turn summon a 2-2 adventurer with a random bonus effect so you'll see a theme here there's this one is a more aggressive one and then the other ones take a few more turns Mm -hmm. so the first one is you're dormant for one turn then this happens the next one is iron forge where it reads in three turns restore 10 health to your hero and the third one is eastern plague lands that reads in five turns deal 12 damage spread randomly across all enemies that seems kind of good. Five turns is a lot of turns, but like, that seems kind of fun. I versed a Reno Luna's Pocket Galaxy mage yeah. that ran this like instantly, and they happened to, I think they must have Zola'd it because they played it twice. Oh, and wow. they they did the twelve damage two times to me. <laughs> oh, wow! Because wow. they picked the twelve damage both both times. So and, and I lost. <laughs> so <laughs> I lost mean... to the new legendary right away. I mean, it was pretty cool. I like to see it go off, and it went off two times <laughs> the first time I went against it. Wow! I, yeah. Do you guys think that this is actually good, or is this just fun? I think it's more fun than than good, just because the um, your opponent can you know hover over it and see what what the effect is, mm-hmm. and you know like the m- make a, a an adventure. Okay, you know not not bad. Heal for ten, not bad. But you have to have a, a minion that's just a three three dormant for three turns to get there. It doesn't really help you if you're going to die before then. Right, right, right. Um, and then the twelve—not really AOE, but a random uh, damage assignment—is really strong. It just takes five turns. That's a lot mm-hmm. of turns. I, I've been playing a lot of Pirate Warrior, and like that's the turn you want to win on. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I, so, just I, imagine, I, I just imagine a rogue list that could run like Spirit of the Shark, and then like play this, and always choose the deal twelve, and. Just run like evasion and cloak and evasion and cloak and vanish, like mill rogue, but just smork deal twelve instead. Like play a vanish doomsayer or something, and it all goes face. I don't, I don't know. I'm a dreamer. That's that the dream. Fun. I wonder how that works with like Bran and and Spirit of the Shark. Like if it, if you, you know. could just get to choose twice the path 
and then in right. five turns it'll do a 24 instead of 12 maybe yeah well, that's what I'm, how i'm hoping it works because that makes it actually like really even more fun <laughs> there's a demon do you guys remember i don't know what it's called the demon hunter card that goes uh dormant and then does 10 when it wakes up oh uh, uh is that the antean yes. yeah it's in the antean, i think yeah yeah so it reminds me of that a little bit. How many turns was that though? I think it was only three, right? Two? I think it was two. two. Um, I'm gonna. And and when it came out, uh, it was uh, uh, originally it was a five mana too. It was like so busted. Here it is. Oh, yeah. It's called Imprisoned Antian. It's yeah. It says six mana, ten six, dormant for two turns. When it awakens, deal ten randomly split amongst all enemies but it does that cost six and this guy only costs three but but i just like five turns my goodness yeah <laughs> I, that's just a lot of turns uh but but mm, we'll see so i think i think it'll be a really fun card and if you're playing for fun and not you know to to push for top legend which i i do that a lot playing <laughs> yeah. for fun but why not throw this in there like you could have fun with it Wait, we're supposed to have fun when we play this game? Oh, I'm sorry. I, for, I forget that sometimes. Long times gamers here. <laughs> <laughs> I, my prediction is that this will be the, the golden legendary on the rewards track, right? That's kind of what we've seen with, oh. the, with, the, with the free legends, right? Yeah, with Mancrick. Like the Mancrick, yeah. Except what Mancrick was, the- was like so good that it got nerfed, so... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking too, though, like, because we got something else for free, you know, kind of like Vargoth or Vol'jin. Um, That's true. As well. So it, it, it may not be. Mm. It may be that the, the free rewards track has the non golden one and then the paid has the golden one. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, so if we, if we already <laughs> got this one, then it might be a different one on the rewards track. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll see. Whatever, it's cool. I like free stuff. I mean, they, we've seen them do this a lot. Where hey, hey, the expansion's coming in a month, but here's a new card. You can play it. Uh, yeah. You know, sometimes it's a transfer student. Sometimes it's um, Marin the Fox. Marin the Fox. I was gonna say that pirate dude that gave you the treasure chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marin the Fox. Who ended up not being a pirate when right. we all thought he was gonna be a pirate. Yeah, he to- so should have been. Yeah, I agree. But well. Uh, let's let's move on. We also have uh, another collectible coin that we can get, like the last few expansions. Uh, it's going to be collected once you get all 135 United and Stormwind cards, and you get the Lodoron coin, which looks pretty shiny, to be honest. If you've got this one in a golden coin, I bet you it, it'll look pretty sassy. Oh, I bet it will. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those... And then, yeah, they said there's going to be one more as well that I guess you'll get from the rewards uh, mm-hmm. track. The paid is the paid rewards track, right? Or maybe it's just the yeah. regular. I don't know. I don't. Rem- I don't recall. What's the one that we get right now? Because each each set we've gotten two, right? One one's from the rewards track, and I just I don't remember if it was. Yeah, I don't recall. To I don't be honest, Labori, do you do the paid re- rewards track? No, I don't. Did you get the extra coin? I think so, yeah. Maybe it's like when you hit level 50, you get the coin. Is it some, it's something like that, right? Jeez. 50 or 100 or something, yeah. I don't know where exactly. Yeah, Look at this. One of the big milestones. Yeah. <laughs> 
forgetting already. This is so brand new too, and we forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyways, we, we did get an example of the artwork for the new packs, uh, which is super cool. Um, the uh, the artist name is Tiffany Chiu. I'm probably mispronouncing that, uh, but uh, it looks cool. She's got a link on her art station, which shows the 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 designs that she went through to create the packs and one thing that i thought was super interesting somebody brought it up on twitter earlier was that this i think is the first pack that we've ever seen that doesn't have that hearthstone swirl on it it's got this lion instead and you can see in in the pack in the pack designs like we saw that there's the swirl there but they ended up not going with it we've got the lion instead which is kind of interesting it doesn't not that it means anything it's just kind of cool yeah, so. it's, it's got like the the swirl, but it's like it's a stamp on it rather than being like the oh the I big see thing it. that you crack open, you know. I see it. It's there in the upper left corner. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's just kind of small. Yeah, okay. It looks so cool though. Like it's tied together. It's got the ropes. Like the animation of the pack opening. I cannot wait to see it. It's gonna look cool. I hope the lion comes and tries to like eat your face. I hope that it like roars or something. That'd be so. <laughs> yeah, cool. I was just thinking of the roar too. <laughs> like opens its mouth, its mouth, and shows its teeth or something. Like, yeah. That'd be so great. And the golden one looks awesome too. It like filled in a lot of the little like filigree areas that that the base one has with with gold like they did a really good job of kind of tying that together nice I'm a big fan of the whole thing mm-hmm. well yeah. up next we have the return of the fire festival and this is happening super soon july 6th so just four days from now uh, the fire festival will begin and it is going to last until july 27th and so the fire festival will be for those three weeks, there will be seven legendary quests that you can complete. The first six of them will reward you with a Year of the Phoenix pack, and the seventh legendary quest will reward you with the new Druid of the Flame Malfurion Hero Skin. Dude. This, this thing looks dope. Wow. It's so good. It looks like Fandral. I love it. It kind of does. <laughs> I love it. There's the flavor text. The flavor text talks about Fandral, uh, which is fun. Mm-hmm. The fire ones look so rad. I'm never going to change out of them ever, ever, ever. They're so great. I wish they changed the little hero power in on him there. It, it's got like the regular colored one. It's like just blue. Lame. Do you see that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of sad. If they would do that, I even gosh, if they would go and like retroactively do that, some of them it makes sense to keep the same, but some of them like Horseman Uther, like do something cool, put a I don't know, something different like a headless headless <laughs> like headless little overhand little recruit. silver hand recruit or something. I don't know. Headless silver hand recruit. <laughs> I don't I don't know, but Anyways, but this is the the other thing that's crazy is we get this for free. Like mm-hmm. normally, my wallet was like crying. You know, we got all this, and it's like all all this new stuff is coming out. I'm like, oh god, how much is this going to cost? And this is free. <laughs> so seven legendary quests. So we get the first six one are free packs, and seventh one is this hero skin. Like, yes, please. Cool. 
Yeah, <laughs> and a good one too. Like this is so great. When we got the Fire Rexar one a while back, I don't even remember how we got it anymore. Uh, I've and never switched the rewards track. Yeah, level oh, fifty, I believe, on yes, the rewards track. Yes, you're mm-hmm. correct. Thank you. I'm glad that you that one I remember. I'm glad that yeah. you young young folks have better memory than me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've never changed out of that one. I've really enjoyed it, and so this will be like my permanent druid uh, skin until something better comes along. But like, this is so cool. Speaking of fire Rexar and this fiery looking Malfurion. Uh, there is a new bundle called the Eternal Flame Bundle. We do not know how much it costs yet, but it comes with three hero skins and a new card back. The hero skins are Shaman, Paladin, and Hunter. And if you take a look at these, these are all the fiery theme for all of these classes and the card back looks absolutely amazing it's so but just... good mm. yeah i um, i thought i had sworn off shaman after hitting 1k but like <laughs> ragnaros shaman i it's the greatest like that's my favorite like hero villain card whatever like of all time i love ragnaros like it's just so great and so I might have to start playing Shaman again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I just can't wait to see or to hear rather what his emotes are. They better be mm. just amazing. If I, I don't bet get it, gonna be hot. <laughs> All right, question question for everybody: Why in the world did we get a Fire Rexar when we already have Fire Rexar? Not that <laughs> I, I, not that I'm sad about having two fire Rexars, but like, couldn't we I, get fire Valera instead? Like, just fire like, Warlock or something? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I hope I when they posted this, I think whoever was doing production at the time tweeted like, "Oh yeah, I was responsible for this." And I was like, "Number one, th- these are the greatest things ever. So great work." Number two, can we get them for the <laughs> other seven classes, please? They're so cool. Um, I, I don't know. I love them. They're so great. I don't have anything else to say. I just really like. Them. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, any Any hot takes? Hot <laughs> takes. <laughs> hot takes. Uh, Blizzard, take my money. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but these look incredible and uh, the only ones that i probably won't run is the new like rex are just because there, there's already a really cool fiery one but i mean that rag oh that rag looks incredible <laughs> even the uther like man it's cool i sometimes we get the artwork and it's like a little bit goofy you know or a little cartoony or whatever and these are like uh, they remind me of like MTG cards, you know, where they're all like these are rad. These are legit, super. Good. The the Rexar one actually kind of reminds me of the reward track, other Rexar one that looks a little goofy, but they just <laughs> added a bunch of fire to it. Yeah, you know I, what I mean, I haven't seen it that close up. It was kind of small. The, yeah, it, it's very small art, but that's the one it kind of reminds me of. The one that looks not the best, but then like, oh, let's just make it super fiery. Now it's better. Better river. Mm-hmm. I like it. I, yes. I, I'm all about the cosmetics myself. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. 
Well, we've got more uh, more content as well, right? So as if this, so so we're looking at timeline wise, right? This starts on the sixth, and mm-hmm. so I I don't I'm not sure. Did they say when? How how often are we getting legendary quests? Is it one a day or is it one a week? No, no, no. This only lasts three weeks, right? It says there's seven that you get, and this lasts for three weeks. So, I it. I don't know if it's going to be as soon as you complete one, the next one drops, if you can just bang through it, or if you're going to have to wait a full week. I wonder if it's yeah. one. It's probably one a, one a day would be my guess. Because how, the, how they've done the yeah. legendary quest previously, it, it has just been like you complete one and then they just kind of give oh. you the next kind of line. Um, with how long this is and how big the reward is, it makes sense for there to be kind of a cooldown period, but... If they're being consistent with previous, which they're breaking from norms lately, so maybe not, um, then you can just, like, knock it out pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, originally I thought one a week, but, like, it's only three weeks. So, I don't know. You got to... It's for seven. You got to be able to do them pretty quick. Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. I guess the problem with one a day is if you didn't start it till you had like two days left oh you wouldn't get it you wouldn't be able to do it so i don't know maybe they'll they'll just drop them maybe if you start from the very beginning you'll get one a day but they can sort of just sort of add up so say you start on day eight you could just do all seven on day eight Hmm, maybe you know what i mean one goes away then the rest come in yeah well, time will tell. Whatever, they're so cool. I I really love these ones. Some of them I, I could care less. I mean, like I'll, I'll buy them anyways. But these are so cool. I'm I'm really excited. So this is July sixth. This starts, and then one week later, more content. Right. Uh. So let's see here. Book of Mercenaries. Kurt. 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 Kurt comes Kinda out. Like Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I love it. I've always just called him Kurt. Kurt Russell. That's great. Uh, yeah. So Book of Mercenaries, um, Kurtress comes out the week after on July 13. Uh, it looks like more story mode. You know, they've been kind of collaborative uh, storylines of the different mercenaries coming together. And so it looks like the Demon Hunter is going to get together with the Paladin to potentially fight the Warlock. I guess we'll see. I uh, like there's really no spoilers yet but that's kind of what they made it sound like. So that's exciting. I it should be fun. And then one more book of heroes coming mm-hmm. out the, the following week. So July 20th, one one week later we get book of heroes Goldan. Uh they did confirm that they didn't set the price point but I they've all been $10 so I assume it's the same. Um a bundle with uh this portrait of what do they call him shadow moon goldan with five packs for 10 bucks i think and so hey uh more warlock portraits that's cool it, this is such classic wow with these giant shoulder pads right yeah <laughs> <laughs> we, we gotta be getting our a random hero skin option soon they're dropping so many of these it's ridiculous right yeah yeah, I, yeah. if i had to pick like i'm always gonna pick one you know it's going to be one of these fire ones or it's going to be like nizoth or whatever it, i would love a random one so that i could use all of these they've put out more skins this year than they have in the last five so 
This is super cool. It's a great time to actually be playing like Hearthstone right now. Right? <laughs> it's wild how much just content with single player content and, um, you know, the different skins and card backs. It's just I, oozing. I just can't even. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then one thing that was not included in the show notes, um, but I'll mention just for two seconds is that they're doing, they started doing cosmetics for battlegrounds as well. So, so not only can you get the alternate, whatever is called bartender with this pre-order, but then you're going to get Tiki Ragnaros as a bartender for, um, BGs, which has got to be the greatest thing ever. Like, okay. You could, you could charge a hundred dollars for it. Like, yes, please. Uh, <laughs> like that may be a bit excessive. I'm but joking, but well. I would much rather. Like I'm getting a little bit tired <laughs> of hearing is. like, <laughs> "Don't tell the others," but I'm rooting for you. I, I just want to hear him say, "Die insect" or "Win insect" or something It'll like insect, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's gonna be so great. And then then alternate hero uh, art for a bunch of the other battlegrounds. Uh, characters so that will be fun just fun it's like pool party themed which is so goofy i love it it's as ari morn says you suck insect (laughs) i would love it if like bob bob is so nice he's so encouraging like it would be great if if he just like ragged on you right like you just harped on you like you're doing off i can't believe you picked that card (laughs) you were i don't know it'd be so funny i i don't even care it's gonna be great i'm just surprised that they haven't rolled out bartendotron yet because that was inherent in the bartender Mm. bartender bob like they came out at the same time and all this like sometimes it would be one or the other i imagine we'll get that before too long too though oh yeah yeah What's the thing that Bob says when you pick a minion that, like, it makes you second guess what you've picked? He's like, mm, that's okay. Like, what? There, there's one he says that makes you think, like, oh, did I just pick the wrong minion? <laughs> he says something like, uh, that's not what I would have chosen, but uh, I, good I luck with that. Or something like, PG players will know, but it's, it, it, I'll pick, like, some crappy murloc or something, and he's like, mm. <laughs> like bro was that a bad choice oh Oops. man <laughs> um just, too nice to call you out outright anyway <laughs> yeah yeah so up next um we had uh nazdormu day has been around for a little while now and if you notice when you play and you're trying to you know match up with somebody else who's r- running nazdormu the timeless in their deck it's going to take a while to get a game against somebody else. And um, our good buddy Wildcard said he literally played a deck with Nazdarmu in it for like two months straight and only once ever queued into somebody else. So now they're putting it in as a daily quest on the 15th of the month. So nice. on the 15th of each month, you'll get a quest to run this in your deck and it will now be incentive for people to actually do this and participate and have a good time with Nazdormu. I like it. I think that's what I said last time we were talking about this. Like the only way people are going to play this is if you incentivize it. So. Yeah. And let me say it's it's pretty fun and intense when you guys do run this because Swagular <laughs> and myself did our 
listener series matches with Nazdarmu in it, and it made everything. I mean, I lost, but um, <laughs> it, it made everything like crazy and fun, and it's it's just a good time if it's something that you want to opt into, and maybe I don't know if they're going to make you be able to mulligan this quest away or not. I'm not sure if it's going to be something you kind of have to do. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder. I wonder because you can you can toss a quest right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, eh, they'll probably let you. That'd be pretty funny if they forced you to keep it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't imagine, wanna. <laughs> I would imagine how I would kind of roll it out is it's a legendary quest. So like A, it would be worth a little bit more, but B, you also can't really re-roll it, so you're not really incentivized to do that. Um, but we'll see how how it gets implemented. Oh I, man, I they should. That- Play speed Hearthstone on ladder one day. You know what? If they should give us a pack or something like a tavern brawl, like that'd be totally worth it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, if it's for a pack, that would be awesome. I mm. agree. Well, we've got one last thing in the news, and this is a wild tournament. We have the East versus West tournament. Nate, do you want to tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, so I think I, I think I called it the wrong thing. They have it listed here as West versus China, but essentially it's NA versus China, top 16 versus top 16 players. Um, you know, this is not something that people are going to be, you know, tournament in the sense that people are going to be able to play in it. This was based on like top 16 ladder finishes. Uh, but if you're looking to watch, like these matches are going to be streamed. So if you're looking to watch some like top tier wild content, like this is going to be really incredible. Uh, so this tournament is happening July 3rd and 4th for groups one and two. And then it looks like a week later, July 10th and 11th uh, for the top uh, four through eight and uh, the finals would be the next day. The cool thing is we know a bunch of people that are playing in this. So I didn't recognize all of the names, but the ones that I did from NA, like Goku, uh, we've had on the show, Hazer, 6J, Lasagna, Absolute, NHL fan, Seth for Christ, Bat Maisel, amongst others are going to be competing. Um, there's some others that I don't recognize, but I'm sure are great players. Um, and I have a hard time reading this because it's really small and it's a weird font. Um, but <laughs> this is going to be great, I think, to watch. Um, it's going to be um, on the Team Wildside Twitch channel. So it's twitch.tv slash Team Wildside. I believe that's Reno Jackson's uh, group. And this should be pretty crazy. So uh, starting tomorrow and the following day and then again next week, for the finals so yeah if you guys are looking to watch some like top tier wild competitive hearthstone this this should be a lot of fun labore do you have any thoughts on this uh i feel like i've seen like a couple of hours of one of the last times that they did it and i really enjoyed seeing some of those games i remember like secret mage versus uh kingsbane and one of them was like lpg versus odd warrior there, there was a couple of interesting matchups to see like some of the better wild players play it but I really enjoy like seeing different people in the community like uh, commentate. I think is the word commentate mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. games, and just other people will be in Twitch chat as well, like high rank players or just people that enjoy wild mode. So as far as like like live viewing it or uh, watching it, pretty fun overall. And I'm happy that uh, 
we have some sort of a tournament, you know, high high level player uh, games. I think when we, it's one thing when we stream matches and stuff. I think I really got a taste for it last week when we streamed Corbett versus Maxibon, and watching two players of that caliber was like they were making these big brain plays and hand reading and stuff that like i just they were just over my head they there were plays that i did not see coming and i'm like why are they doing that oh oh like (laughs) and and it was really eye-opening and so um i am now sort of invested in watching like let me see some more of that so I don't know. Should be fun. Should be fun. I hope that, uh, you know, in the event that I'm not able to watch it live, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, they'll keep the VODs or post it on YouTube or something. I guess we'll see anyways. Yeah. It should be, should be kind of fun. Should be kind of fun. So if you're looking for high level competitive Hearthstone, uh, wild Hearthstone, definitely check that out again. It's a uh, twitch.tv slash team wild side. It's going to be July 3rd and 4th. Uh, for the preliminaries, and then July 10th and 11th for um, top eight and finals. So, yeah. Um, I kind of want to move right along because we still have a a little ways to go. We did get um, a couple of new meta reports this week, uh, particularly the Chinese meta report, which is always interesting to see because it's so different from the NA one. Um, Just uh, pulling it up here real quick, um, they've got listed as tier one dark lair warlock and odd paladin. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Well, the, the, that the very top, they had Steeler warlock, but that has already been banned and no longer playable. And then dark lair and odd paladin at high tier one Kingsbane rogue and Reno priest is low tier one, which sort of makes sense to me. The Kingsbane, like that's not listed in ours as tier one, but it's a really good deck. And then in yeah. tier two, Secret Mage, Pillager Rogue, Shutterwalk Shaman, at, kind of at the high end, and then towards the low end, Cube Warlock, which I haven't seen in NA in ages, which is probably my favorite deck, uh, Odd Rogue, Odd Demon Hunter, Scimitar Rogue, OTK Mage, Starliner Druid, and Inner Fire Priest. Like, okay. And then at uh, the. Celestial Alignment Druid. Oh, sorry. What did I say? Starliner? My bad. Yeah. I. I'm, oh. <laughs> I played so much of it back in the day. Uh, and then low, lower tier two, Reno Warlock, Beast OTK Hunter, which I don't even know what that is, and Murloc Shaman. Uh, so, And then there's a link here. I'll post it in the chat and in the show notes if anyone wants to check this out. There's a whole gallery of all the deck lists um, on Imgur, and it's got the codes also if you guys want to copy. Um, any, any hot takes? I mean, I... I guess just my initial thought being that the the meta report from China just it looks very different than what we see over here. Let me start out with you, Labore. Any any hot takes for you? The first thing that catches my eye, and also something that I'm a little afraid of, is uh, Pillager Rogue being above a lot of those decks in Tier mm-hmm. 2. That's a list that has a lot of potential. I've been killed by it on turn 4, turn 5, actually a lot of times. Uh, people are definitely going to learn how to play it, translate the uh, the Chinese guide for it to uh, English. I've already seen a lot of people like start translating it. There's there's literal spreadsheets of like how to play it or like your odds in certain scenarios, and people have already translated that to English. Like, wow. I'm, I'm definitely afraid of uh, that list and 
could see it get higher on the tier two scale. I don't know if it could be tier one. You know, maybe maybe like a, a lucky dirty rat or you know an ice block or something is good enough to shut it down if it really gets meta. I think it's pretty favorable against Dark Glare. Like, I actually think that list. I, I I was playing Dark Glare. I don't think I beat that deck one time. But wow, we'll, we'll see. I'm just I'm afraid of that deck. <laughs> I agree. I'm afraid of it as well, uh, and I also suck at it so far. Pillager Rogue. I, I I spent some time trying to learn it, and it's not the most straightforward deck, like for sure. But I'm I'm looking forward to putting a lot more time into to learning that deck. It's really cool. Yeah, it, it also looks like that uh, Beast OTK Hunter looks a lot like the uh, uh, Beast Hunter that um, oh. Maxi. Corbett yeah. brought um, in the finals of. It looks almost Hogwarts identical, Warrior. actually. Yeah, yeah. right. Which is incredible. <laughs> wow. Did you guys see? I they run Stone Tusk Boar in their Dark Lair. I mean, I guess it makes sense because if you've got um, uh, what is it, Tamsin Rome to you power, you know, power overwhelming, power overwhelming. Like you can hit for what is that nine with charge. Then like, Zephyrus Wind Fury at uh, ten mana. Uh, <laughs> it's wow. actually it, it goes from one to five to nine to thirteen to seventeen. It's a seventeen seventeen times two. Holy moly, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, and Zephyrus okay. also gives you the the flare popping against Mage. You just get flare to pop the block. So yeah. <laughs> That's clutch. I, I'd seen the um, not with boar, but with um, the uh, unnerved arcade Yeah, mm -hmm. that, I, I've seen a lot of that, but this is the first time I've seen it with a uh, boar, and I, I think I really like that. That's really cool. Yeah, nice. I like it. Um, boar is a little. Boar can often be a little better in the mirror match too, because if they have a bunch of giants up, and instead of like having giants and rushing them in, you can just boar Tams and PO them, and they're dead because they drop themselves low. Like, it's kind of interesting, mm -hmm. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that why it was originally teched in, mostly for the mirror, you think? The boar? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not sure. Maybe. Huh. I know. Yeah, their, their lists are different, but they're very innovative. And then we start to see them creep over here. And when you figure out, like, why they put you know, whatever it is in the list, it's like, Oh, Oh, you know, I, I think with any deck though, there's like what's core and what's flex. And there's going to be a few different flex cards. I've noticed their King's Bane has double blade flurry. It's good against board centric decks. I, mm -hmm. I've been playing a lot of pirate warrior and I got all excited. I was like, Oh, rogue. Cool. I'll just smash face. And, and a well-timed blade flurry just ruins your day. So, um, I just wish it went face still, alas. Oh, alas. Yeah. Yeah. That's... It must It just must be really good against the meta to have two in there for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh so we got one one other meta report from the wild uh wild hearthstone subreddit. It's a little questionable. <laughs> and the decks are very good. The, the the commentary or editorial, if you will, is is uh, something else. So it's I'll I'll share the link if anyone wants to go through and read it. Uh, 
it is like the least PC thing I have ever read in in ages, and so I'm I f- feel a little tenuous recommending it. But uh, <laughs> it's it's there if if you <laughs> want to peruse it. Do you guys take a look at this at all? I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have I've not read through it ahead of time. Uh, I did not know this existed, but I, I, uh, the way you describe it, I'm intrigued. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to read it on the show, <laughs> but <laughs> but you'll get a laugh or two for sure. <laughs> it's just, but uh, definitely some good decks. I looking looking here through the decks. Uh, Dark Glare Warlock. Reno Priest, Odd Paladin in Tier 1. In Tier 2, I've got a Secret Mage, Pirate Warrior, Mozaki Mage, Odd Rogue, Cute Warlock, Kingsbane Rogue, Big Priest, uh, Galakron Shaman, and then in Tier 3, it looks like I've got Discard Warlock, Murloc Shaman, Handbuff Paladin, Aggro Druid, Odd Warrior, Aggro Paladin, uh, Reno Warlock, Odd Demon Hunter, LPG Mage, uh, Maligos Druid, Reno Shaman, Even Hunter, Togwaggle Druid, and last but not least, uh, Dead Man's Hand Warrior. So, you know, I mean, I think that that seems actually fairly accurate to me. It's all of the comments, and I was like, whoa, that's a that's something. <laughs> so, I came across know. a few of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, anyways um in in switching gears a little bit in talking about what we've all been playing uh for me it's been pirate warrior i have really been trying to jam out those warrior wins like i was saying earlier my goal for this month is to hit 1k with warrior i am right around 940 so i've got about 60 wins left for this month uh and so I don't want to play, uh, you know, long grindy games. I want to play fast games. And so Pirate Warrior is probably the best. It it uh, this is what I used to get the 11x. Rokara is probably the best card in the deck. I've seen a couple of different versions. The only real difference, I think, sometimes people will swap out Sky Captain Crag for Leroy Jenkins. If mm-hmm. they feel pretty interchangeable to me. If you can go wide enough, you can play Sky Captain Crag for you know really reduced mana which is good uh but the burst is not quite as good as leroy so there's a trade-off um rokara is amazing i was talking with blue train who had been talking with i think nhl and there was some discussion as to whether or not to put town crier in the deck just to tutor out rokara because rokara is so good ultimately i i think we ended up not doing it but there's an argument to be made for that um but yeah, I, I'm going to continue jamming this. I did see, I, I was scrolling through our Discord looking for other warrior decks that were maybe faster, and I did stumble across um, a Galakron warrior that looked really good. I'm not quite sure. It probably needs a little bit of an update. But I, I'm I'm essentially going to be uh, playing warrior for the rest of the month. It's not, not one of my favorite classes, but... I do love the Deathwing hero, so I'll I'm just gonna keep jamming it, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's that's about it for me. Um, unless, do you guys have any other recommendations for warrior decks to play? And if one of you guys says Dead Man's Hand, I'm just gonna like end the call right now. I just I <laughs> I love it. I I joke like I'm in that Discord. I was shocked when I joined it at how many people there were in it, and uh, it's. 
again, the, the rumor, right, is it has a 100% win rate if you play it correctly, which is almost impossible to do. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm Warrior is like my least favorite class, uh, or one of them, rather. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun with Pirate Warrior. It's 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 pretty strong, actually. But the only thing uh, I'll I'll say about it is if you don't have Sky Captain Craig, there mm-hmm. is basically zero reason to craft it unless you already have it. Because oh, hundred percent. Yes, <laughs> I don't, don't like, craft it. I have like I run him in my NA version mm-hmm. and. On EU and Asia, I just run Leroy, and there's no difference in win rate. Like it's the exact same. Nice. So there's there's no point in in crafting it. I don't recommend anybody do it unless you know you just want to have all the cards and give her. Uh, yeah. He's got a great some great voice lines. I will say that. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. That's I think that's a good assessment. Are there other warrior decks that are good that I don't know? I uh, Labore, I would love to play some of that recruit warrior, yeah. but I'm wondering, That's do you have a, do you have an updated uh, version? Because I haven't seen it so in, in a while. I got a legend with the list uh, last month. Oh, I it wasn't really a quick legend. It wasn't like day one, day two, or anything. It was probably like I don't know halfway through the month. Mm-hmm. I finally played and got legend with it, if if not that far. But yeah, uh, my list this time around ran Rotface. It was a card that I opened up uh, part of the way through the month, and I decided to slot it in there. Rotface is that the one when it takes damage, it generates a random legendary. Yup. So you can give that thing commencement, and then your opponent will have to trade into it. <laughs> It'll have taunt, and divine shield, and you'll guaranteed get minions. That's rad. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's such a great card. I. All right. I'll fo- I'll get your list. It's is it in your Discord? <laughs> oh man. Uh, I can find it. I can find it real quick. But yeah, I'll find it. Oh, how exciting! face is amazing that's fun that's you know i would love someday to make like an otk with like the what is that that cannon tower that lobs off cannonballs the gun spire the gun spire yeah, yeah. It's, mm. there's something there i don't know that it's good enough you can also do close, uh cleaver and then pull out a devil sore and then play like inner rage and uh the five cost summon a copy of your damage minions mm-hmm. you can get like a lot of devil sores each with like nine attack or if you uh play the two cost card that's strengthening or conditioning or whatever give it more and more stats so do like 30 with that or gromishes gromish instead of devil sore yeah it's been done before yeah but been a, been a while since i tried it <laughs> I like that. I kind of like the idea of playing an off-meta deck the first couple days of the month when everyone's tryharding. Like, cool. Like, because then they expect your aggro. And like, let me play some recruit warrior. Like, okay, deal with that. Like, everybody's gonna they'll uh, mulligan incorrectly and all of that. I yes. yeah, exactly. If yeah, if you find it, I would love to try it. That sounds like a blast. Um, yeah, I'm looking around for it. Sheep, what have you been up to? Yeah, um, so since we had the challenge to um, refine an even mage list, I, you know, been playing a lot of even mage. Well, the challenge ended. I continued playing even mage. (laughs) 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 It's just been a lot of fun. Um, So uh, the the one that I I, um, am featuring this go around was the one that I uh, submitted for that. Um, And it's 
great. I, I think uh, today I played against three different Dark Glare Warlocks and went 3-0. and huh. um, It's just incredible. <laughs> Feels good. Yeah, absolutely. So um, definitely not what I would uh, jam if I was like just trying to climb as quick as possible. But if we're, you know, trying to play for fun, which is what I was doing, uh, it's, it's a great bring. So. I mean, the goal was to refine this list, right? And we'll uh-huh. talk about that in a minute. But I, I mean, we've seen a bunch of versions that are all relatively similar. I think you and I built ours, kind of talk through them at the same time. And this is actually a pretty good version of it. Like, I, I don't think it gets a whole lot better than, than this. Um, some of these inclusions are pretty spicy. And if you've got like, like star scryer was a great example. I hadn't thought of that initially. And there's so few spells in the deck that it's going to pull your wildfire. And, and then all of a sudden, like, okay, my reckless apprentice is really good. And if I can stick uh, a, a Caldara Drake, it's really good. So. This- oh yeah. Well, and in, in the dark glare matchup in particular, it's actually the um, ice walker in conjunction with, of course, either uh, reckless apprentice or the um, spirit of the dragon hawk, um, you know, or just general uh, pings with uh, the, the Drake or the garrison commander. That's what typically shuts them out of the game because, oh, you've got this full board that is completely frozen. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is fun. I mean, I've been wanting to play Varden in a good deck or a fun deck or whatever for a long time. And so this seems like a good reason to do it. Completely agreed. Yeah, it's been a blast. Um, and like I said, even after <laughs> completing the uh, um, challenge or, or finishing the, the challenge submission, I, I was playing this today. <laughs> nice. It's been so much fun. Nice. Uh, what about you, Labor? You had mentioned some Dark Lair. Yeah, so the what I like to do is I like to play a deck for like half a week to a week at a time. Like kind of focus on a deck just enough for a couple of days to where I uh, get a good feel for it and then just kind of swap around decks. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I started with Tog. Started with Tog Druid with like a week left in the season maybe. And I really enjoyed that deck. And uh, after I started getting hit by the Rats, the Lothobs, right after I alignment, well, they already have a really big board and I just auto-concede the... Uh, Moved on to some Dark Glare and played that for like half a week, maybe uh, closer to a week. That's basically what I've been up to. A little bit of decks on the side, like Mill Rogue, just decks that I've spent a half a week to a week before in the past. Just trying those again. Nice. Yeah, keep it fresh. Fun, fun. I, I, yeah, I like to do that too. It's I, I get stir crazy. So, yeah, I, I feel you there. Um, Hydra, what about you? What have you been playing? So the idea yesterday on day one was to chill, put my feet up, watch some Netflix, and pay, play some Big Priest <laughs> to to prey on maybe people just trying to aggro their way to the top, maybe, you know, control their board, drop some taunts. It did not go well. Not at all, because uh, I felt like people were getting under me, like, mm. quite quickly and uh combo druid i was getting wrecked by malagos druid uh, it just did not seem to be a fit for the meta at all my my relaxing day of climbing by 
resurrecting things did not work at all. Um, oh, in no. fact, I played almost 40 games. I played 38 games at a sub 50% win rate. It was brutal. Ooh. It was brutal. And why did I keep playing it? I don't know. I thought maybe, you know, they say don't switch decks. <laughs> so that's what I was doing. But I will say the highlights of it were um, pretty funny. I did get beat by, not beat, sorry, I tied. I got a, a tie uh, with a Malagos druid who had gotten to the point where they had drawn through their entire deck and then got uh, some Malagai on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Malagies? Oh, of them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, decided to use dual ultimate infestations on my face. Now, I was at full health. And they had full health plus some armor. But it did not quite work out for them as, yes, they did kill me, but they were already, they'd already emptied their entire deck, so they were in fatigue. And with the double ultimate infestation, they fatigued themselves and killed me at the exact same time. Wow. It was <laughs> absolutely like, you could see that I die, and then suddenly... <laughs> You just see the fatigue happening over and over and over again <laughs> until they died as well. And then we both exploded and it was absolutely glorious. That's great. I, this is probably not what they were expecting. Uh, that's <laughs> really fun. Yeah. Like I, I thought that there's like a small chance they did it for fun, but I, I'm guessing that's the lethal that they had in their hand and they played it and didn't realize that they were going to die as well. And <laughs> it was, whoops. <laughs> but it made me laugh. Like, I didn't lose any stars. <laughs> didn't gain any. It was fine. And and the other highlight, which actually I made a new friend, was somebody who killed me with a combo druid playing um, Aviana Coon, um, the Dark Moon Silas, and uh, Major Domo Executus, and naturalized it. And so turned me into Ragnaros and killed me all in one turn. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I know, right? So I'm just playing slow big priest and they did that to me and I added them and um they I'm sure they were expecting some sort of hate or whatever. <laughs> but we, we made friends and I got the deck list. And, oh nice, nice. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it, hard to be mad when they pop off with something really cool. I didn't see it coming. I'm like, okay, there's Aviana, there's Coon. What's happening next? Is this Malagos? What's happening? And then suddenly I see Major Domo, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Silas. Naturalized. Oh! Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> and then whatever spell they had to hit me in the face to just get rid of my eight health, and it was absolutely glorious. That's great. So, long story short, I played Big Priest. Um, it did not go well. And totally looking for something else to play. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I don't know. I'll let you guys know if I find the the secret sauce. But uh, as I mean, day a, one as a, is unpredictable. It it truly is. Yeah, mm -hmm. I might just do a classic Hydra and grab the best aggro deck that I can find and just smash my way to the top. Right. Actually, it's been yeah. a while since uh, I, uh, Kingsbane. It's been something I played, and seeing that China 
list. I might give that a try. Yeah, it looks pretty spicy. Nice, nice. All right. That'll be fun. Well, let's get into our weekly challenge in terms of like rec- recap of, of last week and then into this week's. Sheep, do you do you mind doing the, the honors there? Yeah, absolutely. So um, our buddy Brian was our independent evaluator here. And Brian said, drum roll please, that Ben Hearthstone has won this one. Uh, so Brian liked Ben's list the most uh, just, and then uh, decided between either Nate or me for honorable mention in that one. We'll, we'll get to that. That was just part of his, uh, his breakdown. <laughs> I do so, want to uh, give a giant shout out to Brian for participating even after he was, uh, you know, the week after the show and he played all of the submissions on stream yesterday, which was so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was incredible watching him like go through and like engaging with all the different decks. Like it was, it was really an awesome experience too. Yeah. hundred percent. So, uh, some of the notable inclusions in, uh, Ben's list are like the, uh, far watch post. Um, of course the, uh, star scryer, um, uh, Book of Spectres, uh, Wildfire uh, combo, but he also includes one other spell, Potion of Illusion. So, oh. so uh, you can Potion of Illusion either Koldara Drake or Mordresh, and just just oh. keep on pinging. Wow! So yeah, wow. yeah. Emperor Tharasan enables you to do uh, some pretty broken things in there, so he included that and uh, an Alunath as well spicy wow okay that's cool i like that because this is different than kind of like the collective brain trust put together i like the take on it um how fun okay the potion of illusion on a mordress sounds awesome (laughs) (laughs) it really does so ben also gave a, a few kind of um tips pointers um breakdowns of of some of the inclusions so of course uh very few spells so star scryer likely draws wildfires ice walker can lock out demon hunter or weapon classes spirit of the Dra- dragon hawk decimates token decks reckless apprentice can freeze entire board and opponent's face if ice walker is on board oh snap yeah okay which is incredible um, if Koldara sticks a turn, you, you, you pretty much are winning that game. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Emperor Tharasin can enable early Mordresh or allow a Potion of Illusion on Koldara Drake. Uh, look to play draw and play Wildfires ASAP. And then Frost Giants get low cost quick. Extra, each extra ping from Dragonhawk or Reckless Apprentice counts towards the cost reduction. Ooh. So it gets real cheap real quick. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah, if you're so looking, a, yeah, if you're really looking for fun a fun deck to use that new Anixia, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. hero portrait. There you go. Nice. Absolutely. So, uh, Brian did also decide who the uh, the runner up was, and it was between Nate and me. And Nate, I'm sorry to break it to you. It was not me. <laughs> it was not you. <laughs> it was close though, because we had so much of the same core build. Uh, yeah, which we we collaborated. Makes sense. Um, mine just had a little fewer tech cards. Um, 
and was a little bit more towards my game plan rather than disrupting theirs. Um, it's kind of the breakdown that Brian gave us. So um, thank you very much to Brian for continuing to gauge on that. Um, and mm -hmm. thank you to everyone who submitted lists because this was a really fun challenge. Like this is one of the most fun that, that I've had engaging with those in a while. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, hundred percent. So that brings us to this week's challenge. And I'm going to kick it over to Nate for this one, because I think he'll be able to read some of the cards a little better than I can. Yeah. So here's this is a little bit of a different challenge as well. Um, something that we had talked about a little bit earlier in the show. And Labore, I got the idea from from him posting earlier in this week. So looking at th this is all um, sort of a, a theoretical challenge uh, this week. So looking at the new card that was just revealed on uh, this past, well, I guess it was Thursday's reveal stream. Um, looking at the legendary warlock spell, the demon seed, this one that we were talking about earlier in the show where you deal a bunch of uh, damage to yourself, you end up with the legendary uh, minion Blightborn Tamsin that says battle cry for the rest of the game damage you take on your turn damages your opponent instead. So the challenge for this week is to send us the best combo idea you have with the new Demon Seed Warlock quest um, in, in terms of like how can you break the game? How can you break this card? What is the best it doesn't necessarily need to be an OTK, but what, um, you know, what is your game plan to turn this card into a viable deck? Uh, am I explaining that well? It's a little, it's a little mm. bit, it's yeah. a little bit funky, uh, so, but I, but I want to see, I want to, I want to get everyone together and break, break the game with this card. So. <laughs> and if Absolutely. you come up with the best idea to break this card you get some packs that's right yeah you can crack some packs so um so unlike last last week you don't have to submit the whole deck you know you don't have to theory craft a whole deck you just have to submit hey here's what what my game plan is and how i want to utilize it and, and uh you know both go through the the um uh side quests the quest line uh, itself and then take advantage of the reward at the end mm -hmm. absolutely the other piece is like you i mean you can submit as many ideas as you want but once somebody submits an idea like you can't submit the same idea it's done so it's it's a little bit different i think last week we kind of built on each other's decks a little bit and towards the end we had a lot of decks that were really similar with a couple of notable inclusions this is going to be different like somebody submits the idea okay that one's done pick something else so uh yeah we'll see laboria had some spicy ideas just saying hey you're welcome to submit them by the way so yeah <laughs> um, yeah yeah we'll see uh so the the question about how you can submit these uh, the best way is to be a member of our Discord. We do have a channel in the Discord called uh, Challenge Submissions or Weekly Challenges, I, I believe. And that is the channel to, to post these in. That's where we'll be looking for them. Um, and uh, it's just got to be done in time for next week's show um, so that we can decide and, and get our, our winner selected before uh, next week's show. So you've got about a week. 
a little bit different. I always, I usually say, you know, post, post your screenshots, post your uh, replays and such. And that really isn't the case this time around. If you want to submit, um, yeah, you have to submit your kind of game plan. If you want to submit uh, copies of cards or graphics or something, you're welcome to do that. I'm sure that would help as well. Uh, all right. Well, that is about it. Um, let's see here. Uh, sort of transitioning out. Um, did want to say uh, a big giant thank you to the patrons of our show. And of course, Shokunin, who is the executive producer of our show. Um, before uh, we wrap up too much further, speaking of Shokunin, he reached out earlier and very graciously uh, donated a mega bundle to us to give away to you all. So uh, that's super exciting. Uh, mega bundle yeah. is, is the $80 value one that includes all of the stuff. It's got the portrait. It's got the card back. It's got the alternate bartender. It's got the packs. It's got the battlegrounds rewards. It's got the golden legendaries and the golden packs, like all the stuff. So that's super duper awesome. Uh Next week, we will get into how these giveaways will work. Um, but big giant thank you to Shokunin for being the executive producer of our show and also for being sort of the, we jokingly would say the patron saint of wild, uh, which I, I love. That's just really exciting. And so stay tuned uh, to next week's show for um, additional details on, on how you can enter to win that bundle. Uh, big shout out to our patrons, Disruptor108, Claudette G, Daniel B, Wildcard, Aramorn, Ben from Work, AJ Gomez, and Number Theory. Uh, if, uh, yeah, thank you guys very much for your support. Um, one other quick thing as to talking about giveaways. Um, oops, uh, let me move this graphic real quick. Uh, I also had a really fun email exchange earlier today uh, with the lovely folks from Blizzard Entertainment who have also gifted us uh, not one, not two, but three standard bundles to give away uh, to all of you as well. Yeah, so super, wow. super duper cool. Um, yeah, really exciting. So three standard bundles from Blizzard to give away to you all as well. So we will put our heads together, figure out, uh, a fun way to do a giveaway and and then get back to everybody next week but yeah giving away one mega bundle and three standard bundles so yeah super duper exciting big giant thank you to our friends at blizzard as well for um these gifts it's it's amazing it's a really fun way to give back to the community and we really really appreciate it so thank you very much uh sincerely uh to kind of wrap up um, getting back on, on on that bandwagon a little bit. If you are looking to support our show, uh, there's a couple ways that you can do that. First off is uh, Patreon. If you visit our website, there's a link to find us. There's a link to our Patreon page. Um, you've got donations starting at a dollar a month. And if that's something that you're looking to do uh, to support us, we, we appreciate it. It's definitely not required, uh, but it is there. If you're somebody who's on Twitch a lot, we do have some emotes that are un uh, available to unlock by subscribing to us on Twitch. We do appreciate that as well. Um, also a big thank you to Firestone who has graciously provided us with free premium access. It's really very fun deck tracker along the lines of HS, um, HS replays, um, Hearthstone deck tracker. And uh, yeah, I just saw earlier they had another, another 
Um, big update. I think anytime there's a, a balance pat or a, a, a patch in Hearthstone, a lot of times you'll see the deck trackers get patches as well. And so, yeah, I had a lot of fun working with them and uh, appreciate their support as well. Um, hey, Laboy, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight and coming on the show and chatting. Yeah, no problem. It's been a ton of a ton of news this week, so it's been great to get your hot takes on I everything. Definitely. And, and uh, always, always love hanging out with you. Where can people find you if they want to uh, watch your content or engage with you? Yeah, so uh, I'll post the links in chat. But uh, as far as finding me on Twitter, there's Laborious Sangre. So pretty much most of my social medias, if you just look for the same name and you'll find it. Uh, so Twitch, Twitch would be twitch.tv slash Sangre. And just like my name in chat, it's the, the word labor. And then the letter E, then S-A-N-G-R-E. So most of the time, if you just type that in on whatever Twitter, Discord, uh, Twitch, you'll be able to find it. But yeah, I, I stream on Twitch. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say every night, but like every other night or like a couple days in a row and then take a day off. But you'll be able to find me there pretty late at night or late in the morning, however you want to quantify that uh, in Eastern time. <laughs> And yeah, other than that, I'll make a pay, uh, on Twitter. I post about a couple of decks every once in a while or a couple of interesting like ladder interactions, that kind of thing, ideas. Mostly off-meta stuff or just what I've been playing recently. Awesome. Yeah, Labore is a, a great follow on all of the things. Can confirm. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us here, Labore. Um, as for me, I can be found on um, uh, things that enable the, the longer... Uh, name like Twitch at Electric Sheep City and things that don't like Twitter at eSheep City. Where can people find you around the internet, Hydra? You guys can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Hydralisk underscore HS. And you can always find me in our Discord, which I highly recommend that you come check out if you're looking for a wild community, you're looking for some, some decks, just some interaction, some good times come check us out there and i also want to thank labore again for coming on his streams always great uh, i've been interacting with you for a while and you know you're just good people and we i really do thank you for coming on i appreciate it yeah it's been like two years since i first heard about you and you guys pretty much <laughs> somewhere nice. along that line how fun it's it's great to have you back uh, hey, if you guys are looking to follow me, I'm active on Twitter at NateWolfTCG. It's N-A-T-E-W-O-L-F-E-T-C-G. Uh, more importantly, you can find the show and everything related at our website, which is borntobewildhs.com. Again, borntobewildhs.com, where you can find links to all of our podcasts, our uh, uh, YouTube videos, our discord and all of the other stuff it's all there on the website uh the other thing i think is really cool is if you're looking for other wild content creators all of the past past guests that we've had on our show we've got all of them listed there with all of their socials so that you can check out their uh their tweets and their streams and their youtube channels and all of that stuff so really cool highly recommend yeah awesome you guys well thank you all for hanging out tonight it's been a lot of fun and uh, really excited to see all this new content it was like we've had such slow news weeks lately to get um just so much heaped on us in one day it's just been information overload so it's 
Yes, sir. Been super excited, but uh, yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, that's it for us. Thank you all for joining us and we will see you all next week on another new episode of born to be wild. Have a good one, everybody. Words have never been spoken. Hey, yes, you got it. (laughs) I got it right that time. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Born to be wild.